to the PropMX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, BOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOSports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome live on the Pulp MX Show. Here we are live in Las Vegas. You are listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you for everybody for coming on board. This is live from Las Vegas. We are right now inside the Lions cage at the MGM Grand. Uh, you can hear the Lions. Uh, it's uh, it, we're, we're risking our lives to bring you this show, people. Hey, thank you. Uh, Again, for listening. My name is Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, uh, the, the team manager for Dodge, Hart, and Huntington, Kawasaki, and my regular co-host, uh, some would say the main host, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, trying to hold on to my job after this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit. Hopefully, you're not on the edge. And uh, as usual, uh, screening your calls at 702-586-7857. And reading us the BTO Sports News is Titch Legendary. Tits, what's up? I uh, got a boob job last week. Awesome. So I'm the new and improved Tits Legendary. Fantastic. Thank you. Can't wait to get a load of those. Hey, pages. Tits, how come you should have been at the race? It was the boob race. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I was there in spirit. You know what was awesome? Like, um, everyone was like, the the media would come up to our tent, tent and they're like, man, your bikes look really good. You they know, did. Once and again, you guys, you know, best in show. And I said, the difference is this week, we're breast in show. <laughs> uh, I, I like the pink race. A2 was the pink race. I liked it. Um, note cool. note to the teams. Uh, flow pink, much better than flesh pink. For sure. Right? I, I mean, uh, there was some stuff that was not very good, you know. And uh, whatever, everybody everybody got in the spirit. It was all good. But uh, I love the stuff Reed was wearing. It was a little flashy. Your bikes looked awesome. Um, Factory Cowrie didn't. Their bikes weren't too pinked out. Were they, they had some stripes pink. Yeah, uh, but when you're at, when you're at that level, there's there's a lot of stuff like on yeah. the you just can't change your stuff. That's the difference of being a factory yeah. team and a privateer team. Gotcha. You just can't like just change their logo because that icon that are on the bikes, if you notice, those are the same exact graphics that are on the dealers' bikes that they sell. Right? Yeah, exactly. So you just can't start changing colors without proper uh, channels to go through. I know that because you know we get help from Kawasaki and uh, you know they they get, we love Kawasaki. Oh. Uh, Go with it. Yeah. Come, come, Team Green, come ride with us. Let the good times roll. No, get, let the good times roll. Yeah. Hey, get it right. Hey, uh, Idiot. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, BTOsports.com, a big part of the show, big sponsor. Please uh, look them up on the web as well. Use uh, the discount code that comes with listening to the show and save yourself some big-time money. Uh, I got a nice email this week from a few fans that saved themselves over 100 bucks with BTOsports.com over what they need. Support the ones who are supporting us, JGRMX.com. And we have team manager Jeremy Albrecht coming on later. Uh, same motors and suspension as Justin Brayton, David Millsaps, Cooper Webb. To a fourth place this weekend. Yeah, good, ri- good ride for Brayton. JGR suspension. Johnny was dialing it. Yeah. X-Brand goggles. Uh, we're, we were we almost had 25% of the main. As it was, I think we had 17% of the main with Matt Bonney. Did. Kyle Chisholm, Michael Lessie. Speaking of Matt Bonney, did yeah. you – we have it on tape, the start. Mm-hmm. Dude, he got uh, so lucky at that start. 
Alessi was sitting next to him yeah. and jumped a little bit, and Bonnie just committed and went for it. <laughs> and the gate dropped. And the gate dropped perfect, dude. If he would have started moving over, I think he could have pulled the whole He time. said he didn't move over. That's what he said. He, he thought he, he got stuck had on it. the outside. He, yeah. he had it. Uh, he had it by a bike link out of the gate. Uh, FMF Racing on board. Little, awesome. Little boys at the FMF. I want to get, take it for a second and read about uh, FMF's Take 20 program. Still going until February 28th, 2011. That means you can go to your local dealer or fmfracing.com, receive a 20% savings on any of their four-stroke products. So, for example, Tits, a full 4.1 megabomb system that usually costs $849.99, now costs $679.99. That's amazing. Wow. What are they smoking over there at FMF? $170 savings. Uh, Become a fan of FMF Racing for giveaways on FMF Racing on Facebook and FMF73 and FMF Little D, L-I-L-D, and Twitter. So thank you, FMF. Don't forget X-Brand goggles. 40% off X-Brands if you listen to this show. Type in Xcode2010, all caps, at thexbrand.com or xbrand.com. When you click buy it now, enter the code. Save yourself some big money on goggles. Also, we'd be remiss without thanking Kicker and O'Neal. They're on board. They know the power. Uh, Kicker, thanks for these sweet headphones. Too. Living that's- loud. Tits has a pair right now. Living loud, kicker. O'Neal, uh, sponsor of uh, this week's Houston team, uh, Suzuki City team debut of Malcolm Stewart. O'Neal wearing O'Neal gear. Also, we have a new sponsor, Kenny. Tits. Coming, really? on, coming on board next week. Uh-huh. They've seen the genius of this show. They've seen the power of How this show. How much they pay? That's is all that matters. Is it Factory <laughs> Kawasaki? It is not Factory Kawasaki. Uh, AGV helmets. Yeah. Uh, AGV helmets. Same helmet Davey Millsaps wears. There you go. As Sweet. well as Valentino Rossi, who Who's we, all, that? we all know who Valentino Rossi is, right? Was he ride GPs? Yeah, he rides GPs. Who's he ride for? Uh, he KTM rides TM probably he over there. T- TM. Yeah. What's wait? What does he? Uh, what class does he ride? Uh, MX2. MX2. Yeah, he's a good rider. He's Italian. He's like he, Carioli, but better. Yeah. How's he better than Carioli? Isn't he like the best like European guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh, all right. Hey, Tits, are you on uh, the deal here? I am. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, our guest tonight, we've got Tony Alessi. Awesome. Who, uh, who's coming on, which is awesome. We have uh, Jeremy Albrecht. We have Jimmy Button, Miles from Miracles. He's starting next week in San Diego. He is bicycling from San Diego to Daytona, Gnarly. which is insane. And uh, I really want to ask Jimmy about Ryan Sipes, and we're going to get into that, about signing too early. And uh, we got a call already? Yes, sir. Uh, should we take it? Always take the calls. Well, we got to get to the other stuff. Tim Ferry's on, too. Who? Tim Ferry. Never heard of him. And that <laughs> is going to be fantastic. Uh, he's going to give us up to date on Trey Kennard and what he sees out there right now with his uh, uh, vision and his expertise on racing. Should be awesome. So, without further ado, let's take this call. Rooster Fish? Hey, how you doing? This is Darren with Rooster Fish MX. Uh, first off, I want to say, uh, Kenny, bikes, awesome. What is the chance of uh, you keeping up like, a color scheme or using that color scheme for the rest of the season? Not very. Okay. The only reason uh, why is uh, to get that. It's, it's like a big process to get that done. Um, just to have um, two sets, you know, a set for each guy and a backup set, you're talking about two grand. So wow. um, we, do, we do that stuff for the one-off races, and uh, it was definitely worth the money. And we're going to auction off the plastic and, you know, helmets and everything. So, um, yeah, but thank you very much. I mean, we put it – it wasn't like we thought about this, you know, last Monday. Um, we've been working on it. We're going to do something um, 
with a different color in Vegas too. So that's awesome. Vegas will be yeah, a really you, cool deal. You definitely stand out. Um, my uh, my second question is: I noticed at the beginning of the lights, uh, they were rolling down the line, like showing all the bikes starting up, and there was a gentleman standing next to the the 680 bike that said uh, something like, "Do I look dumb now?" or how to, or something of that effect. I can actually I'll tweet uh, I'll tweet you got you guys the picture of it. And uh, I put a picture up, up on uh, roosterfishmx.com if people want to check it out. And I'm just wondering if you guys know anything about why there would be a guy with a board saying, you know, how, do I look dumb now yeah, I don't on know. the line? Did, did you guys catch that at all? No, I didn't. Don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll tweet you the picture as soon as I get off the phone here. Yeah, do that. Maybe it was and, a bet uh, he had with someone like, you yeah. know, you'll never do it. You're dumb or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, third question is, I uh, just got the new motocross action, and they were – reviewing the uh, YZ250, uh, the two-stroke. And I, I just wonder what your take on that, about them pushing the two-stroke again. Yeah, whatever. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> like, I, I mean, whatever. Whatever we race, I'm down with it. Two-strokes, four-strokes, whatever. I think you're a fool if you line up on a two-stroke right now uh, versus a four-stroke. But, uh, yeah, good good on you. I love MXA and how they talk so awesomely about four-strokes, and they ruin four-strokes to the ground. They're the same jackholes that in 98, 99, we're saying, you must buy a Yamaha four-stroke. These are the best things ever. Buy them now. And, I mean, they were. They were really good. So I, I don't have an opinion one way or another. I am i don't think you'd be a smart guy to race one. But I think they're fun. Right. They're, probably dudes still love them, you know? Yeah, so. well, I'm, I'm a smart guy, and I want to race a four-stroke, but my wallet's pretty dumb. So, yeah. you know, it's well, kind of a nah, up. Dude, I, I got buddies with four-strokes that change the oil, check some valve clearances, and they run them forever. You know, that's another right. kind of myth that's out there about these things. If you're a little bit of a mechanical uh, wizard, you can keep these things running. They're fine. I got a buddy who has 60 hours on his YZ450, and he's never done anything. So, is, I mean, it, is it true? I've heard that the uh, the 450s, you don't have to rebuild them quite as much quite as much because they're uh, you're not revving them quite as high as the exactly. 250s. Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for calling, man. Guys. Thank um, you. Love listening to you, and uh, have a good good show. All right. Thanks, man. All right, bye. All right, we love listening to you. Uh, hey, let's go to some emails uh, right away. 12 Hours sent this uh, email. First off, love the show. Stephen Kenny, keep up the good work. Tits, stand your ground and keep on screaming. Screening. Uh, I'm writing because of, because of Watson's Road to Recovery rig tour. Basically, long story short, I purchased A2 tickets through Doug Henry's Road to Recovery. Primary because there was supposed to be an H&H dog rig, Dodge rig tour given by Kenny himself. I was beyond stoked when I bought the tickets for almost a thousand bucks, but was severely disappointed when it came time for our quote unquote rig tour. I don't know if it was a lack of communication on the R2R part with Watson, but he had no idea what was going on. <laughs> no, it's normal. We waited an extra 20 minutes so that a bunch of little kids could get signed posters from Blosen, Tedesco, and Hart, and that wasn't so bad to see. But when it came time to show us around, everyone was too busy to show us a thing. We were invited to step in the rig and then pretty much pushed right back out. We were told that we could help ourselves to the posters that anybody walked up could grab, plus a sticker. We weren't introduced to Blosser to Desco. I'm pretty much just bitching because it sucked and we were all disappointed. After dwelling 12 hours looking forward to this tour and being pretty much ignored, it blew big cock. I'm not bagging on Watson, who signed our pick from A1 or H&H Dodge because you guys are always going to be awesome. I'm just saying that it sucked that we were left watching practice to come down to the pits to be ignored and see pretty much nothing. And fuck you, Watson, not 12 hours, my asshole. Driving directions. Suggested route. 11 hours, 2 minutes. All right. Would you care to address this, Kenny? Yeah, sure. I mean, I feel bad. Um, you know, it, it's it's a really tough to to 
to to do that. Um, the the kids that were in there, it was a, a local YMCA. Um, the kids were from a uh, Boy Scout and Girl Scout group, and I knew about that, so that's why I did that. I knew about the road to recovery thing. I've done the road to recovery tour in my truck um, two or three times, and everybody got the same deal. I didn't know if someone needed a blowjob. Um, they should have just put that in, you know, into the, uh, yeah. the into the deal. The thing is, if you say you had to leave practice to come down, you're full of shit because my guys were in street clothes. They their last practice is at 4:30. Um, so if you left that practice, um, you you could have missed one practice. And what are you going to watch? Um, I know exactly who you are, and I know that you support the show, and I no, know you support H and H. And I'm not saying you're saying it's yeah, my he fault. Said it's if not I your can fault. listen, let me not finish. Not on Watson. Okay, I'll I'll I'm make just this to up. Save I, here. I I will make this up to you. Long story short, if you come to San Diego, I will give you a VIP pass where you and your lady can sit in our hospitality area. All day long, eat our food. I'll do a meet and greet with riders, and I will make this up to you. Good and I'm dogs, sorry dude. that you feel this way, but I will make it up to you because you know what? You guys are important. You know, like we were at, we were on the show last week. We talked about, um, and we have know, we have something dealer. coming up. We have something coming up in our about a dealer signing. About you're gonna you're gonna wait, and you know, blah blah blah. And we wait. Well, we went to the Chaparral. Half the people got up and walked away, and we stayed there until every person got a signing, an autograph, and we sat there and waited. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way about you. I could blow you off and say one person. You know, I don't give a shit, but I do, and I want to make it right. Yeah, the guy, the I don't guy. work for – Road to Recovery isn't my deal. They came to me and said, hey, can we do a tour? If they gave me a 15-minute window or whatever, but they showed up right when Hart's wife got there, right when everybody else got there. And there was freaking literally 30 people running around in my truck, and I was trying to clear people out. We couldn't. We could have done it better, for sure. Right. But you know what? I did the best I could with what I had, and I apologize, and I'll make it up to you. If you want to go, Kenny hit Watson's. the show up or email me or Twitter me, and I'll, I'll make it up to you. All right. Kenny, H -H, at hhtat.com. Correct. Okay. All right. Good job. Uh, Don Jones, just wanted to drop a line to voice my opinion on all these a-holes who were jacking around with Jason Thomas. It pisses me off because he appears to be a very intelligent, well-spoken, well-respected rider, and I really enjoyed the back and forth on Twitter. With you, SwissCore, CL Moser, Dave Castillo, Bob from Omaha, and I, of course, I have to include the other guy. My Twitter is John Don Jones Jr., and I get into join and I get to join in at times and find it interesting, twisted. Maybe JT can call in more so we can get our fix. Uh, I hope that he goes private so he and Dream Team can continue their friendship. Love the show. Listen to it going back and forth to work. I have to agree with Tits. I think you should have Pookie on more often. Her laugh is contagious, but she also has the same twisted sense of humor you have, and that flows well with the show. I think Tits takes the beatings very well, and I think he's a good fit, although he gets crapped on. But I suspect that would happen to anyone. You and Kenny would get in that position. I can't figure out Kenny. Love him, hate him, love him, hate him. I suspect that it is what makes Kenny and YSA such tight friendships. I will visit H&H &H in Jacksonville, and hopefully he will tell me to F off or hang myself. Then I will feel loved. Thanks. All the best. Best show on the Internet. This guy wants, uh, doesn't know how to take you. Loves you, hates you. Sounds Thanks. like a lot of people in this world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get to some voicemails. You want to get some voicemails? What? Is, is there another email from uh, about the team manager? Oh, well, I was going to read that later, but you want to? Yeah, read that now. Okay. Uh, interesting, Kenny, this week on Vital MX. Uh, a thread about you. 
And uh, uh, X National Wrench says, I have noticed that in many of the Hart Huntington videos, Kenny Watson puts down blows. I just wonder how many other team managers try to do that to motivate their riders. It would seem to me talking in private would do better than in public. Blos hasn't raced the big boys class before, which he has last year. And everyone talks how stacked the class is this year, and in points he is ahead of both Bonnie and Michael Essie. So that that started a thread about you, and, and, and some people liked you, some people don't like you, some people were insulted by you. Uh, Michael, Chris Blos' grandma is on Twitter, or Vital. She commented that uh, uh, postulate. It's a big word that simply means mentally stimulating someone for success or, in Chris's part, failure. That's what Kenny is doing. When a person gets treated like second class, that's eventually how someone will see themselves. Cue up the tissues. Um, uh, uh, I believe Chris is very capable of making top 10 main event finishes, and I really have no problem with Kenny taking Chris to the side and letting him know if he is unhappy with something, but using the media to do it is hitting beneath the belt. My opinion only, but grandmas are allowed to have opinions, I think. So, we're a little hard on Chris Blos. You're a little hard on Chris Blos. I don't know. <laughs> is that Pellegrino? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. He never fails to deliver. Right. Uh, what? Okay, I, I understand what she's talking about. I understand what the, the from the guy that emailed. But what exactly did I say that was so bad? That he's not doing what I, what I expected and he needs to do better? That's exactly what you said, and I, I agree with you. I don't think that's being okay. too hard on him. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm not going to settle. We had, we had um, a goal at the beginning of the season, what we sat down and we talked about. And my biggest thing with Christopher is like, hey, Blows. Oh, Christopher. Blows, check <laughs> this out, buddy. I'm going to give you everything you need to get to that level. You need a better practice track. You need better bikes. Whatever you need, I'm going to give you to do. And I'm telling you right now, if you cannot consistently or finish in the top 10, it's going to be really, really, really hard for me to re-sign you next year because our program is it's moving on up. Is, is getting bigger. Right. And when there's other riders out there looking for a ride, I can't give you a ride because you're a nice guy and you're cool and it's about business. And that's what I'm trying to get to him. Right. And I'm not trying to... Dude, I let Chris Bliss live at my house, okay? I'm not trying to hurt his feelings. I'm not trying to hurt his family's feelings. I do whatever I can to help Chris, and, I, and me motivating him and doing what I need to do is the way, you know, he knows. We sit up for hours and talk right. about what needs to happen and what he needs to do, and that's all it is. I don't, I mean, people only know what they hear and what they see. They don't know what happens behind closed doors, and even Grandma doesn't know. And I respect her. I try to make her comfortable as possible at the race when she shows up. Sometimes she's not too pumped. Last year she wasn't too happy. She used to tell us to turn down the music. It's too loud in her ear. <laughs> but this year, you know, she doesn't have the right pass. I tried to get her the right pass. You know, a lot of people don't know, but uh, she had two sons that race, Chappie Blos and Bob Blos, where, you know, they were right. great racers in the 80s. Yeah. So uh, she knows what she's talking about. She's just not some lady that's just running her mouth, and I respect her because she knows. Yeah. Well, so, um, one thing I've learned in my time is uh, God bless them, love family members of the riders, but they're so slanted. They're so unable to look at it But from an a, a, a outsider's point of view. You almost can't even take what they say. You're just like this wife, girlfriend, brother, uh, 
mom, dad, however you want, whoever it is. But is, 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 I, I you know. agree with you 100%. But the credibility that she comes behind it, uh-huh. it's just not she's just some grandma that sits home and doesn't do anything. She's no, no, yeah. been to the races. She, she's her. But, but, her, but she, all the wives have been and all the dads yeah, have been. Yeah, but not been, that low. Dude, I'm just saying. Uh, two she, generations worth. No, I know. No, no props to her. I'm just saying as a media guy, when I'm talking to a family member, I'm like, okay, remember the, where this is coming from. What about the guy in the same thread that said you were unprofessional and tactless? To work with. Well, he doesn't know. He doesn't know me. <laughs> he doesn't know me. Well, a, lot of, know. a lot of people, hey, you know what? This is what the bottom line is with, with, with the way I do my right. job. He doesn't Everybody know. can't be Larry Brooks. Everyone can't be Mike Fisher. There's so much stuff that people don't know about these guys that are way more unprofessional than I'll ever be. But you know what? You just, you just know what you see, and they don't talk like I talk, and they don't do what I got to do. There's a, there's a quote from the, from the guy, actually. Uh, thanks, Grendel. This, uh. So what I'm trying to get at is, you know what? Everybody doesn't like blue. Some people like red. Yeah. So you know what? Everyone, this is like a cookie cutter deal. Everyone's not the same. Yeah. And you know what? The way I manage my program is the way I do it. And you know what? You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with, with things I say. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This is America. Freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want. And I do. Yeah. And if you don't like it, if you don't like the way I operate my team, I'm sorry. But you don't have to. So I'm sorry that some people. I I I was getting really upset and pissed off that I couldn't really, you know, please everybody. And I want everyone to love H and H and love Kenny Watson. But you know what? If you don't love me and you don't respect me, I'm sorry. But that's one thing that I ask you to do is respect what one, I do one and respect Kenny, the program. One thing I tell people about Kenny Watson, he is by far the most unique individual I think I've ever dealt with in my life. Well, that's uh, not a bad thing, though. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying there's a they broke the mold when they made Kenny Watson. (laughs) Hey, I mean, it it is. And you know what? I think I think this I think the racing. I would have liked to seen you make it as a major league baseball player. uh, I don't care. I would have made it whatever. The thing is, (laughs) this is the way I look at it. This is the way I look at it. Yeah. Dude, Roger DeCoster. And every other team manager out there thinks they have to act and be a certain way. They always have to be politically correct, and they always have to be have their shirt tucked in. They always have to be clean. They always got to do this. They always, right. you know. Right. I don't buy that bullshit. Yeah. You know what? I do my job the way I do my job, and I think I do a good job because you know what? It's like just for instance, the shit you've seen this weekend, it just didn't grow out of the plastic like the, yeah. Berluti came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> If things just don't happen overnight. Right, yeah. And I and I think that we've worked on our team and built this team from the ground up for the last three and a half years. Right. So you know what? You don't Suck have it. to like the team. You don't have to do it. But you know what? We're there, and we're not going anywhere. So you could either respect it or just tell me to kick rocks. We're here. Hang we're yourself. <laughs> uh, well, that has been Kenny's rant for the I night. Think, I think a brew, I'm, I'm drinking some brew right now. Uh, is Bose calling in? I told him to. I don't know if he will. He needs to call and, and, and stand up for me. Right. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll wait for Blows. We'll see if he calls in. Let's if he play doesn't, some voicemails that we had this week. Don't forget. I guarantee you if he doesn't call in, shit's going down next week. I'm, I'm going to the media. <laughs> I'm going to tell some secrets about Blows. Uh, 702-586-7857. You can call anytime. Leave a message. Uh, lots of messages. I got to whittle them down, though. For the guy who was wondering about Mike Craig and what he's up to, I don't know. Kenny? Do you know I have no, no, no idea. I see Joanne at the races oh, with, Christian. with Christian. Yeah. Okay. 
And, um, but I, I don't know. So I'm just trying to answer. To the guy who wanted to know about the music, we'll get in touch with you. And everybody else, your Yeah, we're going to have a CD coming out. Uh, it's going to be... As soon uh, as we hit XM Radio. Hey, speaking of CDs, you guys... Yeah. Uh, you know, um, this could I don't know if you got... You got it in the news about uh, Daniel Blair? Oh, getting injured? Yeah, he got severely hurt. Yeah. Broke his I, I saw the picture of no. him and his kid in the hospital. But I he didn't broke know. his back. They want to fuse his vertebrae together, and he broke his femur. So. Oh, wow. Um, but on, on the, the landing of the triple? He cased it. Cased it? Jeez. So what they're doing is the main event is the band that he's in, him and his brother, Vincent. They, you could buy their, uh, the main event on iTunes now. Um, if you live up in the Reno area, they're playing a big show the night after the arena cross up there. Mm-hmm. So support the main event. They need some help. Um, and they're, they're, it's a really good band. So there you go. All right. Well, call in anytime. Leave a message. Here's the best of the week, uh, what we got right now. Uh, a couple interesting calls. Let's, uh, let's play that, Tits. Hey, what's up, Mathis and Watson? Uh, this is Cameron Trask, a, uh, big fan of both of you guys, and, uh, I've been on a, uh, little, uh, county vacation, as you might call it, uh, for the past, uh, few years, and, uh, I used to work with, uh, K-Dub, uh, over at Tyler Evans, uh, in the Bloodshot days, uh, you know, yeah, bloodshot. when it was some rough times, and glad to see uh, he's back and, and doing good, and uh, it was a great show. Anyway, uh, looking forward to heading to the uh, San Diego Supercross, and uh, I'd like to talk to uh, Watson about uh, possibly exchanging uh, those two racer X's he mentioned for... Uh, a couple guest passes, no VIP. This is your resurrection of your story, like in that, But yep. I'd be happy to pay for the passes and and uh, everything like that. Um, Mathis Watson, what's up? Love the show. Uh, so, can you hook the the dude up? I talked to him. I, the oh. guy the guy found me in the pits after the race. Oh, okay. I know, I know, Cameron. Yeah. It, it was. You know he, uh, it's I'm stoked for the guy because you know he he comes from a good family and it looked like he was going down the wrong road and. Uh, I'm glad he, 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 I mean, I guess when you go to jail, like, you clean County up. vacation. No, no, county vacation. <laughs> I don't know about that. He was away for a while. But hey, hey. Uh, Blows? No worries. Yeah. Are you going to fight Kenny? Will I fight Kenny? Yeah, you're going to fight Kenny? Why would I fight Kenny? For being rude to you? For being hard on you? Like the people on Vital say? Um, no, I mean, uh, I think he could do it in a different way. Pull me aside. Whoa. or yeah, I don't think he should, you know, I, I I think he should pull me aside and talk to me about it and not, you know, display it all on media and stuff like that. What what did I, what did I, hey, Christopher, what did I, what did I say that was so bad that you need to step up your game and you need to do better? It's, it's, it's not what you say, Kenny. It's just how you say it. That's all. I, I don't understand. It's not what I say, but it's how I say it. How should I say it, that you need to do better? It's just how you say it, the words you use. And That's exactly how I use it. Should we, do you want to you want to pull it out? I think everything's this is getting way, 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 way blown out of proportion. You know, yeah. you know, you know as good as I know what the goal is. And yeah, I've I and what did I, and what? Let me ask you a question. What did I tell you after Oakland? What did I tell you? See, you you just want to remember the bad part, but what about the good things that I say to you? More oh, you than said good job, and you're proud of me. Okay, and how many times do I tell you good job, and how many times do I praise you more than I talk down to you? 
that was the first time this year that you said good job. Well, was that the first time you did a good job? Well, I'm just saying that was the first time. But was that the first so, time you thought you did a good job? Yeah, it's first time. Okay. And what I say, I looked at your results, and every week it's gotten better. Yeah. So, well, if, if I were you, dude, I would be careful because you still don't have a contract. <laughs> yeah, I know I don't. <laughs> I'm just jacking with you, bud. It's all good. I'm sorry if Blos, I, I'm, Blos, I'm sorry. I, I think you're riding well, Blos. Hey, Blosi. And what did I tell you? I said, dude, you're one of 14 guys that's made every main event, and that's good. 15. 15. And what I'd say, did I give you props for that? That was my job. Yeah, I, I, I pulled that stat out. And, and, and I think it's awesome that you give me props. I, I get happy when you give me props because sometimes I don't get them for a while. Well, what about, what about all those nights at the house when I, we talk about goals and, and, and I'm just not going to be a pushover and I'm going to tell you, the, you know the way I am, Chris. I call it as no, I, I see it. I you are. I, I call it as I see it, and I want you, I, I, what I always tell you, I want you to be on this What program. does Blos need to work on the most, Kenny? The most. What's the one thing you think he needs when you, you, know, you, you, when you watch him? What do you think? Is it mental? Is it riding ability? Uh, I think I, 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 Chris. No, Chris. Chris has more. Chris has the riding ability to do it. I think it's more. Um, I think it's more mental for him. I think he just needs to want and just pull it together up upstairs. Because you know, I mean, I see Chris ride at the practice track with Ivan all week when they ride together, and I see I see Chris ride against dude in the off season. Tommy Hahn couldn't even shake a stick to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm not sure what that means. Couldn't even shake a stick to him. Yeah, cause, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, blows. Uh, yeah. I think you've been doing well. In my opinion, you're super fast, but I think you could sprint better. Like you, you go the same. I bet you, you go the same speed for 20 laps. Yeah, probably. I you, haven't really looked at laps. Yeah, speed, yeah. Like I think just watching it from me, tubby guy in the press box. You need to. I think. In my opinion, you need to go more balls out. Hey, Blows, did you hear what I said about Granny before you called? Yeah, I did. I'm sure she's pumped on that. <laughs> I what, did I say something wrong? I think that was sarcastic. No, I, I was saying it sarcastically. I'm sure she's, she's glad you didn't bash her. Why would I bash her? Like I told you, I have respect for that lady. Nah, I'll do whatever I need nah, to do. And, and she has respect for you, too. And what, what I mean, like... I, like everyone says, my parents, my family, or whatever, it's it's one-sided. That's not how it is. Trust me, my family and, and stuff is just as hard on me, if not harder on me, than Kenny is. Yeah, no, Blows, I meant, I meant in general. I seriously was not specifically talking about your grandma. Just in general, family members yeah. are, are pretty brutal in our sports sometimes. I'd, sorry if you thought it was meant towards your grandma. Hey, I had Granny's back, Blows. No, I know you didn't. And I got I your back, too, that. and you know I have your back. And I'm sorry if I offended you or anybody else. That's why I wanted you to call, because people are a bunch of freaking haters and will think that I'm just throwing you under the bus, and I don't care, because I do care. And you know, for you to be on our team, I went to bat for you, and I made it happen. And that, and yeah, I know you did. So, uh, you're, and and hope, hopefully that you're here for, for a long time. And you and we, not just you, we know what we have to do to get you there. I'm not. I'm yeah. not... You know, I don't ever give up on you. Um, you know, last year you were the backbone of our program. And that's why I thought you deserve a shot. And we're going to give you the shot. And, you know, whatever you ask me, what I can do for you, and I do. Yeah, well, thank you. Do you ever get denied? Maybe one thing, but 
<laughs> yeah, I think we both know what that is. Yep. So. Well, he couldn't get a, he couldn't meet Pink either. No. Oh, because like my wife. No. Nope. You said you could meet her. You Bluff's, told my wife that no, you could, she he, could meet Pink, and then ask, you said no. Ask Bluffs when Pink gets there. He has to go take his gear bag and get dressed outside on the chair behind the truck. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because Carrie's self-conscious. Yeah, he doesn't even get to sit in the lounge. Well, I mean, what can you say? But it's the team owner. <laughs> There's not much you can say. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Blossy. Well, hey, dude, I'm, tell everybody uh, I didn't mean to, you know, fire some people up, but I'm sorry. And, and if, uh, if you got it, you know the deal. Dude. If you got an issue, come yell at me. I know. All right. Well, I didn't know if this was if this was eating at you. What's eating, no. Chris Bloss? But uh, I'm glad you called in. Tell everybody uh, that. Uh, I love him, and we'll see him in San Diego. And uh, put your head down, and I'll see you on Friday. All right, stop right, before I throw up. Thanks, Blows. Yeah, thank you, guys. See ya. All right. That was a very upbeat conversation. <laughs> How was that, dude? Blows wasn't too pumped. <laughs> What's hilarious to me is Kenny told Blows to call in. Thinking which, that Blows which, would have his back. No, no, no. I, I thought it was going to be like Blows is going to come on and be like, Kenny, Kenny's the guy. You're the guy. No, I didn't know what he was going to do. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I have any idea. <laughs> I, I don't care. Backfire Kenny's I, I, face. I personally wouldn't have invited somebody on if I thought there was a chance they weren't going to. Dude, I don't care. Back. That's so, just the no, thing. No, props that to is you. true. I, Kenny doesn't Tiss, care. That's just the no, thing. No. I don't give a shit, and I want him. That I'm glad he did because you know what? If he didn't, he probably never would have said one word to me about it. That's just the way he's really passive, and he's not going to do that. And you know what? It. it well, it's it is what it is. It's not a big deal, right? Uh, I like Blos is a good dude. Blos, uh, it ain't gonna and, change Blos's life. What what he's gonna go do his thing tomorrow, and and uh, you know what? Only thing that's gonna come out of it is is maybe he's gonna try a little bit harder. Maybe he's gonna go do something. Well, I don't think it's a matter of trying harder, Kenny, because that's the, the old thing the media says. You know, this guy doesn't try. This guy doesn't try. He does try. I'll, I'll yeah, give yeah. It. You're, like, you're right. No, you're no. Right. And, right. I, and I don't just mean it in Blos's. All these guys are trying harder, but. Or trying hard, they didn't get to where they are without you know trying hard. I mean, Al, Jarrett J Bone told me last week they've asked Millsaps to try harder. So I don't know. I mean, if I, I, think, I don't think that's too much to ask. No, but I think in a guy like Blos, I mean, he's trying. You know, I just I think he could. I think he could. Dude, it's little... just frustrating. It's just frustrating when you see a guy like Chris. I know who puts the work in. I know he trains hard. I know he wants us, dude. For heaven's sake, the guy broke rode all last year with a broken wrist. Like, he had a broken navicular and did not want to tell us because he thought we were going to bench him. Give, I mean, dude, the guy has a heart of freaking gold, a huge heart, and he'll do whatever it takes. And I know that. I know that he gives it everything he has. And there's no one that's going to be more hard on Chris than himself. And you know what? And I know that. And I'm not trying to bash Chris at all because, dude, he is on my team, and I will support him until the end. Whatever I need to do, I try to do. which Whatever I can, I do. All right, let's uh, let's listen to the rest of the voicemails here, and uh, there's a couple of the ones that I want to get to, so let's do that. Uh, this is Damien from NorCal. Uh, the show the other day you had with uh, a couple weeks ago with Kennard, uh, hysterical. Wyndham show was also awesome. But uh, Kenny, man, I just wanted to say I'm just I'm listening to the podcast right now uh, off of iTunes. I was you tell the story right now about. <laughs> Casey Johnson and that friggin' haggard bitch that works the gate at E Street. I don't know if it's the same chick, but 
you can't even tell if it's a chick or not, man. He's that rough. Uh, a couple people I know that run in with her. I don't know if uh, uh, that person, that the promoter right there, is, uh, got a, a bad habit of hiring friggin' ruffians to work the gate or what. But uh, this guy's seen your chick. She is rough. Uh, so, anyway, I just want to say uh, it was good to hear a story that uh, somebody outside the industry can relate to and uh, has a. I have a little knowledge about it. I was digging that. Uh, love all your stories. Uh, you guys are freaking, you guys are badass. So keep it up, and we'll talk to you. Hey, Kenny and Steve, this is Maurice from Modesto, California. I'm just calling in real quick to let you know, though, to defend Bubba Stewart on one side. I also went out to that Vallejo signing, you know, and I looked it up a week before, and I knew there was going to be a lot of people there. So my girlfriend and I, we went there two and a half hours early, stood in line, Bubba came at 6 o'clock. You know, the line got started, signed everything we wanted, autographed an old 259 pink jersey for my daughter. You know, he smiled at my girlfriend when she gave it to him because I probably doesn't see those, see those too often anymore. But I just want to let you know that uh, he was really cool about it. He stayed around. Malcolm took pictures and autographed, even though he didn't even have to. He was really cool about that. The following day, we had VIP tickets. We saw I took a picture with Kenny in the pits. He was hella awesome. And um, so I just want to let you guys know that he's a cool guy and everything. Sign and, uh, my forehead. I love Hart and Huntington <laughs> and what you guys are doing. And uh hope you guys uh, are doing great and have a great show. Mate. So that's the other side to last week's email or voicemail about Stuart leaving yeah, early yeah, and, and sure. you know, effing the fans over or whatever. I thought it was interesting to, uh, to play that one. So, Mathis, dude, about the contest. But uh, I would gladly come to your house and walk your bass and house, bro. Tell your wife I'm all over. They're awesome. Most worthless dog ever, but they're friggin' awesome. And uh, once again, most worthless love the dog show. ever. Yeah, uh, dude. Jerk. Oh, and Kenny, look on more, brother. Love <laughs> you guys. <laughs> what do you say? Hey, Matt. This is he said, look on more. Yeah, most worthless dog ever. Though I take issue with that. Really? Well, then how come hunters use them to to get their prey back in the day when they shot ducks? Bassets can carry the scent on their long ears just so they don't lose the scent in their noses. And dude, it's, this is it's the show's not about basset hounds, dude. Let's go. Uh, one deviant from uh, New York over here. Just want to run something by you. Uh, I think it's way rude how you hang up on callers. Uh, people like you know us, we're big fans. We take time to listen to your show. We enjoy the show. Uh, this guy called up lots long ago, talking about Bubba Stewart and an autograph signing, and he's with his kids and whatnot. You know, instead of cutting them off, just uh, instead of hanging up on them, cut them off and say, hey, bro, you know, listen, and give you a reason why. Don't just uh, cut somebody off and disconnect them. That's not cool, man. People sit there, they wait on they wait on the freaking phone, trying to call you and, and, you know, get your information, get some input from you, and uh, you're disconnecting them. Instead of doing that, just, you know, talk to them like a fucking man and be like, yo, this is how it is, this is the industry, unfortunately. Sometimes they got to go practice, sometimes this. But uh, Watson's right. You know what? Yeah, Stewart's camp should have been like, listen, he's only going to be here for another hour or whatever, he's going to be here another 15 minutes. And uh, give those opportunity for the pre- people to leave, not to sit there and, and, and wait and whatnot. I don't know, man. I'm gonna get that off my chest. You know, uh, don't get too big for your britches. You know, don't don't be cutting uh, calls off. He's call- uh, this guy. There was a voicemail. It wasn't. I wasn't cutting him off. He thinks I was cutting off a live caller. The guy that was talking about Stewart last week, going on and on and on. Oh, okay. And it's hilarious that I'm getting I'm getting yelled at for cutting callers off when Mr. Kenny Watson it, right it, here. It, it's. Nine times out of ten, it's Kenny saying, cut this guy. Give right, us the, right. And all of a sudden, I cut some dude's voicemail off, and I'm the bad guy? Although, you guys as a show host have that luxury and that ability, so I think that guy's being too sensitive. Yeah, all right. Let's, keep, let's keep going. With that guy more. had the best phone voice ever. <laughs> Call to your fans, and uh, we're the ones that make the show go on. 
I pick it. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's been it. It's been the callers uh, this week. Hey, let's uh, – we got Dale. Dale, what's up? Hey, I was just calling to to kind of get Kenny back a little bit. Okay. Uh, with regards to blows, I thought he was harder on Tedesco, frankly. Well, Blos and Tedesco are uh, Tedesco and Kenny go way back. Yeah, but he, when he was saying that uh, Tedesco hurt his feelings, I thought it was funny. But but I didn't think what, anything he said about Blos was a big deal at all. He's way blown out of proportion. All right. I mean, I look at it this way: What happens if uh, if you're a football coach? And you go to the media, and your quarterback throws four interceptions during the game, and do you sit there and just go, "Oh no," uh, you know, you 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 call it as you see it. And I, when I when I said that about Chris, I didn't really mean to to hurt anybody's feelings, and it was more of a an angle that I was trying to go to fire him up to make him to hopefully. But so everyone works different, so. A different approach to, to motivate him, but I, 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 I understand it. This weekend, and I want to know what I need to come by your truck to get a VIP tour. Uh, you got to call the road to recovery and spend a thousand dollars. I don't have time for all that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can give you. A, I don't know if I can give you a VIP tour, but I can definitely, you know, give you give me a Pulp MX fan tour. What I, I don't really don't care. I'm going to come by and say hi for sure. Right on. Thanks, Dale. I appreciate right, it, Dale. Look forward to meeting you. All right, wait. All right. All right. Uh, you want to go to some news? Do you got some news? I do. All right, let's go to some news here. Yeah. Miss Justin. Breaking news from the BTOsports.com news desk of Tits Legendary. All right, starting it off, everyone will know that Mike Alessi had a much better weekend this last weekend, and some would say it was because Tony Alessi finally came back and lit that fire yeah. underneath him. Yeah, we're so going to find out here we'll, shortly we'll what's going on. on. I did do a podcast with Mike, Pulp MX. Check it out. Uh, I did a podcast with him. When was that? Uh, after the uh, oh, oh, after the, the, main the, event. the little ones. Okay. Yeah, the little ones. Not, yeah. not your full, okay, my mistake. Yeah, um, so, uh, um, you know, basically we'll find out what happened. I know he did some testing. Mm-hmm. He liked his forks, um, and he felt better. I, he I mean, seemed genuinely happy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He didn't want to talk about Hannah, but we're definitely going to ask Tony right. about Hannah. Uh, coming up. Um, Want to take these calls? What do we got? Has been. Hey, what's happening, man? What's up? Thanks for calling. Hey, Mathis. Um, I, I had a crazy week traveling last week, and I want to uh, thank you for the podcast. You're doing some really good work. Thank you. I but, got a, um, I got a Bob Hanna yeah, one coming up on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, the, uh, the Wardy one that was good and the other stuff. Right. Um, I think it's time for Ed Williams to write a column about the shitty TV coverage. The sport is awesome, and, you know, I understand the editing and everything else. I don't know if you watch this the TV show, but, um, you know, it, it's just, it's pretty bad. I'm actually getting more information out of your Twitter feeds and, you know, the stuff right. on the net. Well, yeah. I mean, as long as we, uh, I mean, it's their show. They buy the airtime. Oh, no, no, I, I yeah. understand to hold that out. It's all about, you know, selling, selling eight all cups of beer and uh, you yeah. know, putting ass in the seat. What about, yeah, else. I mean, just, remember uh, when we, a, remember when we, all we could get was a USGP or all we could get was a, a week old super costs or whatever. Right, but, right. But uh, one oh, thing, right. I, I, I heard the TV package for the outdoors. The other day, and I'm sworn to secrecy, but it's it's good, man. The outdoors are going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, I'm excited for fans of motocross series. They're going to get a lot of motos this year, so that's going to be cool. 
Yeah, it sounds like he's got an interactive component, a net component on there, too. Right, yeah, no, I mean, it is what it is, man. You know what? My email box fills up with people, and I sent them to Wygant, actually, which is is hilarious. Um, But, uh, you know, Wygant Wygant is a TV guy, and he knows all about it, and he's, um, yeah. Tits, just say it. Here's your bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there we go, Kenny. Kenny's happy now. All right, thanks, Hasbin. Hey, hey, Kenny. How you doing, man? Watson. What's up, buddy? Hey, I'm trying to help you out. I, I heard your, uh, your ma- I couldn't call in last week. I was traveling, but I heard your match.com issues. I'm, I'm trying to help you out. You see, you guys sent me your free sweatshirt. I put some hot ass in it. Yeah. I'm representing, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I didn't even see that. I didn't click your picture. on. Tw- Are you talking about on Twitter? Yeah. yeah. I need to check that out. Thanks, Asbin. I got Kenny's back, man. So when you come to the Bronx, if you get your way over to New York, we'll get you over to the tennis club with some, uh, some high-end girls. You know? Yeah, look on more, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Thanks, Hasbin. Hey, how come Denny didn't come on? Because I, I have a, a good Denny yeah, story. Yeah, uh, uh, Denny Stevenson. To, uh, to Kenny over Denny there. Steven- coming on again? Denny Stevenson was supposed to be on today and uh, yeah, yeah, said he would come that. on. And I emailed him and called him and texted him and got no reply. So we had to move on. But hopefully real soon. I mean, he, he'll be on shortly. Uh, also, uh, Mercedes Terrell, Miss Supercross, supposed to be on. Uh, what's the day today? Uh, a couple weeks. A couple weeks. She's going to be in studio, Kenny. So. You need to get Carl Stone on. Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, yeah, well. Carl, St- Carl that, St- that needs to happen. Look, well, that's the fun, man. You guys are like two down and out. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, thanks, Asman. <laughs> All right, man. Bye. Uh, let's go on with the, let's keep going with the news. What else you got? All right. We'll get to Tony here shortly. but In keeping with very, very current events, one week ago today, or yesterday, Doug Henry won the gold medal in the sit-down adaptive snowcross race at the Winter X Games. You guys are impressed, I can tell. I'm very interested watching your hockey game. No, I've uh, good for Doug. It's mm-hmm. awesome. I know you'd voice your opinions exactly. about. Well, anyway, well, are you he gonna won. follow this up with somebody who died? <laughs> no, I, I gotta have actually a laugh or some interest before I can follow. What about questions like for people on Twitter? I got a lot of them. You want to do some of those, Kenny? Sure. Kenny's bump. Kenny, do we need to play the song, Kenny? No, not yet. Okay. I'm just okay. thinking. The first I think question. The blows call bummed him out. <laughs> Set the tone for the rest of the show. Yeah. Anyway, first question was submitted by at KSBRG. Uh, it says, rumor has it that Roxon could be riding a 350 this weekend. Any truth to that or any developments? Yeah, hey, we got a kid here. He's 16. He's uh, never raced Supercross before. He has a tendency to crash. He's also our greatest hope for an MX2 title in Europe. He's the favorite. I know. Let's put him on a 350 and throw him in the 450 class. What? No. No. Why would they do that, Tits? Because. Uh, Why would they do that? What's the What's the logic in that? They got Michael Lessi, Andrew Short. More experience? I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Let's throw the kid in the 450 class. I think that's why he's riding the lights class for experience right now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Dude, the guy just got his first podium out of five rounds. That, that's natural progression. Though. As soon as you get your first podium, you automatically go up into the 450 class. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, All right. So we'll see if that happens. But um, question submitted by Slim280 said, Did Roxon and Tomac actually ride better this week, or was it that Hanny was that banged up from his crash? Or a little bit of both. Or yeah, we haven't even talked about the race. What race? Anaheim two. Pookie told me it was boring. It was. It, it's um, stricken from my mind. 
Uh, I think a case of, it was a case of Hanny being off. Uh, obviously, he took a huge digger. I watched the video of his crash in the Moto Concepts rig. It was dirty, nasty, and uh, for sure he was concussed. Broke a bone in his hand, cracked some bones in his hand, and uh, I think it was just a case of that. But Tomac's coming on. I mean, Tomac's getting more and more confidence every week. I, I, I'm, you know, what? it was weird. I was watching that race, and I was thinking, like, could he win? And I, I just kept remembering. Everyone's saying like Tomac's gonna win one, and, right. and the guy that I picked wasn't even close. I I don't know why though, why if you pull up alongside Hanny, he's got to take you out to the bales all the time. It, that seems to be what what his. I mean, uh, with, MO with, is. even with Jake Canada, I defended him with the Jake Canada pass. He didn't need to do what he did to get by Jake Canada. Hey, he, that's he, 1980s racing style from his dad. I guess, yeah. Oh, whatever. I, I mean, I don't know why he's doing that, but whatever. He's he's a man among boys in that class. And uh, but but I spoke to Tomac after the race. He didn't seem upset. Tomac was cool with it. So, hey, hey, hi. He's a man am- among boys. He's like 27, 26. Well, he's 26. He has 50 something main event starts against the guys who have. Well, Morris has more, but. Exactly. Everybody else, isn't it? Would right? you say that about Morris? No, you wouldn't. So why would you say it about Hanny? Because because Mo- you're Hanny. an idiot and you talk shit on him all the time. Because Hanny has raced the 450 class. Big deal. So is so is Morris. So is, Morris has not. Did you forget the bet? What five races or something? And he, it doesn't matter. And he ate shit in all of them. Hanny didn't race them all. He he, he raced he, a lot of them. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He, he raced. raced for, he raced over half the season for JGR. No, he didn't race almost half season. He raced to Sandy. No, he raced. Uh, many up. To Minneapolis, and it was like round. Dude, it was like six rounds, dude. No. And then he rode three rounds for me. He literally pull it up. Let's pull it up because right. you are r- wrong. We'll, we'll pull it up uh, okay. uh, when we can. Okay. Um, no one used to say that about Nathan Ramsey when he won the title. I used to say it. <laughs> I'll pull up those records if you'd like. And Langston no one said it about Talon Volan when he too. came back. That's a different story. Why? That because he was in Europe forever. It don't matter. Rattray, I have no problem with Rattray riding that class. Grant Langston, Nathan Ramsey, I do. Langston didn't deserve to be in there. He was a world champion. I, I agree. National champion. Josh Hansen isn't a world champion. No, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying. Whatever. He didn't he's not breaking any rules. He's in the class. God bless everybody. Go on. Okay. That's uh, why he won't come. This is why he won't come on the show. Oh, that's it? Right there. Otherwise he would have. All right. All right. About ten, maybe twelve laps into the four fifty main event, my world crashed down upon me. And I shed a number of tears when Dungey suffered his mechanical DNF. The question is, when was the last time that Gosler had a mechanical DNF? And what was obviously that would be his fault? No. No, I mean, I don't know what happened. A I chain breaking. Was the chain too loose, or did the chain break? Or it could have been a real, what happened? It, didn't it didn't break. break. It derailed. It could, a rock could have got in there. Anything could have happened. You know, we had a chain derail on Reed's bike, Redbud Moto One, two thousand and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I love how Dungey handled it. He pushed his bike off himself. <laughs> I was, I was no, expecting I, him to throw the bike on the. Did ground, you see him? Did you see how out. pissed he was? Yeah, I know for sure he was pissed, and he denied speed in interview too, which they weren't happy about. But. Uh, I don't uh, blame him. I, I like the way he handled that. A lot of riders would have just thrown it down thrown and marched it down off. And, hey, yeah. I got news for but everybody, to, and, and this is just my wait, personal. Wait, I haven't done my story. But, but I'm talking. Hey, this you is listen. dungy okay. time. This is dungy time. I think that the other two guys in that class, if it's going to be a crash out or something, will happen. They no one, Any of those guys from Chad to Ryan to James are going to go all the rest of the season without either a mechanical or crashing out just because they're all they're they're going for it. 
and anything can happen. So um, that's that's my personal thought, but who knows? You could talk now if you want. Okay, uh, <laughs> 2005 Reed's bike chain flew off, chain came off Reed's bike. Um, we brought it back to the truck. We looked at everything: the chain guide, the chain adjustment, the sprockets, the chain, everything you can. We sent the swing arm to Yamp to Japan to get looked at. I mean, no one could figure out why the chain came off. Just a fluke rock at the right moment and it jumps off and that's all you got and we had no reason why that chain came off we we, we didn't know we had no idea well he's i mean if you really look at it where it came off he comes out of the sand yeah so there could have been rock in the sand yeah. and he jumped as soon as he landed it came off and he yeah. just coasted so it could have been a numerous amount of things um you could say oh mechanical well maybe if he didn't get such a bad start and he wasn't in the back he wouldn't have been in that situation yeah, you no. can't you know? just keep doing what ifs all the time. <coughs> hey, Titch, you brought this up. I didn't. I know. So you're asking. I, you're, I'm you're, just, I'm this is your. With this you. is the news, dude. This is no. This is actually reader questions, but that's okay. Anyway, oh. next question from Flat Build. It says, "Will Truly Designs find a fill-in writer now that they've got two guys on the injured list?" Yeah, no, I don't know. No, because there's one more race, and then there's a big break. Yeah, that's right. There's just San Diego. Yep. And then and then the break, probably not. So no. it's. Michael Seeley, though, or Cole Seeley, whatever. What happened to uh, uh, the other guy, Baker? Travis Baker broke some fingers. I don't know. Yeah, he could he could still race if he had broken fingers. Hanson God, Hanson's hand was amputated, <laughs> so, I mean, he still raced. <laughs> yep. Uh, is anyone's opinion changing on the 350? Is it uh, still bad, or it seems like they're, they made more progress this weekend? They were good. Shorty, hey, I think good. I think yeah, I think Shorty I, had a good start. I think it was I think it it's getting better and I think if that was Shorty that started up there where Mike started, he would probably finish top 5, no problem. Yeah, maybe maybe so. His um, lap times were consistent. I was looking at the board cuz Ivan was catching him, you know, mm -hmm. and and spotting him and his lap times, dude, he didn't he was never, you know, he was running 58 solid the whole time. He never went to, you know, a 57 or a 58, I mean a 59. Some guy was, says you're killing the show. This. Oh, thank you. Um Shorty told me before the day that the track really suited his 350. He was very happy. Because no one could pass because it was one uh, line? I don't know. He just uh, said that the track was. was uh, I don't know. Um, hey, we're going to come up with Jimmy Button. He's going to be on the air here real shortly. Before we get to Button, though, can we pull up uh, and see about Tony Alessi uh, and see if we can get him on uh, here shortly? Yes. All right, people know you. it's coming. Thank and you, that's the news. See, that was the news. That was the news. You said, re reader, we're, you know. We're, we're getting a new uh, segment. Well, don't play the old one then. End it. Before you start that other bullshit, because you're killing the show. That means Steve worked so hard to build. You know, this isn't like you just come in. You know, this is and just ruin everything that we worked hard for. You know what that sound is? That's the sound of a tear off. <laughs> That's the sound of a Red Bull. I'm cracking it open. <laughs> that is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. You didn't build this show. I built the show with Paul Lindsay. Yeah. Dude, if I never came on this show, this, sh this show would have been done. No, we would have been better, bigger, and better than ever. Yeah, right. We need to get Lindsay back on. We do. Right? We should do. We should have Paul Lindsay come. come to, we should. Why don't we do that? Let me fly him out. Tell Lindsay that we're going to pay for him to fly out for the weekend. See if he'd even do it. Oh, he'd do it, I think. That'd be awesome, Right? Dude. Don't you think? Yeah, he'd do it. I'd like to see you. I wish the one, my, my biggest regret in my life is the show that you guys almost came to blows was when we were having technical problems and a lot of people didn't hear the Indianapolis J-Law Dungey argument it with wasn't. you and him. 
It was, it was uh, intense. Did I see Paul walk around the races like when he gets there in the morning and he's walking so fast he has a gear bag with him and I'm like, dude, what are you doing, Paul? Paul reminds me of Jamie Grosser for some All reason. All right, let's uh, let's get our first guest on the line. <coughs> Tony Alessi. Yes, I'm here. What's up? Thank you for doing the show. You're on the air right now. Uh, you're back at the races. Well, yes, I'm back at the races. I'm back. Dude, I was very glad to see you, Tony. I was very glad to see you. I was glad you. to see you guys, too. That was pretty good. I, I was stoked looked, to see uh, you. Like, like they were having a good time. That was, that was awesome. And, uh, and hey, Mike, uh, Mike rode much better. I thought he rode better. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, he rode, I thought he rode better. I mean, yeah, we still got, he still has a lot to, to do, but, I mean, I think he rode a lot better. Um, um, yeah, he, he definitely did. And, you know, I talked to him after the race for a little interview, and he gave you a lot of credit for, uh, quote, unquote, kicking his ass this week. So, uh, did you do, were you harder on him? Like, were you, you know, getting things figured out? Um, no, I, I mean, I mean, I wish I could take the credit, but I, I don't think it's right. I mean, I think, um, I think probably what really happened was I think that Roger did a good job working on the bike this week with him. And I think, um, that made him have a better feeling, you know, like going to the race, you know, like, Hey, yep. you know, these guys are helping me get my bike better. They care. I think even Roger offered him like some cash incentive to get a whole shot or something, you know? I I think wow. I heard, you know. I, so, I did uh, that too. It didn't work. I think all I think all those things kind of work together and make you feel like, you know, hey, these guys are are with me, you know? And so right. I think that uh that and that gave him a better attitude for the race and I mean uh yeah, I think that's how it went down, you I, know? I mean, honestly, I I I don't think i should get any credit at all all i did was just go there oh stop it tony notes. i mean i i told you what i was doing there i was just doing you... i was doing gathering information as to what i saw hey tony let me ask you a question do you have videotape of the start like did your own guys video it did you see yeah, bonnie did you see bonnie next to him when mike jumped a little bit and bonnie just dumped the clutch and went for it yeah and got a huge jump did you see that like i watched the, i watched the video and dude i don't know i mean it was either Hit the gate or whole shot, and he whole shot it. Luckily, he cannot do that. I mean, Mike, and how Mike? I mean, I don't know how Mike held his composure and didn't follow him. But dude, he he came out good, dude, from being way yeah, out there. That was awesome. Yeah, no, it was sick. I saw it. Really good. Hey Tony, I want to talk to you quickly. Uh, we don't want to keep you too long about uh, Bob Hanna's comments on DMXS this week. I know uh, you weren't too happy about them. I spoke to Mike about them. He wasn't pumped. Uh, can you give us any update on that? Hey, were you first of all? Were you a Bob Hanna fan growing up, Tony? Absolutely. I used to wear HRP gear. Wow, that sucks. That's yeah, nice. all of it, every bit of it. I wore the HRP helmet, the HRP flak jack. I wore Hanna racing products when I raced. On a 125. Did you, you believe did, that? Did you ever talk to him? Well, Bob Hanna grew up in the desert, where we are. Yeah, he's yeah. He's like our neighbor. You know what I'm saying? He's a desert guy. He grew up in Quartz Hill. You know what I'm saying? He rode Bean Canyon. I mean, you know all these places, Kenny. I mean, he's a desert guy, like us. And, um, you know, I mean, it just uh, it kind of bummed me out. Like, you know, like, it'd be like, that's our neighbor, you know, instead of, you know, we're having a bad time and we're down right now. Instead of pissing on us while we're down, why not help us out, dude? I mean, that's what I would do. You know, I mean, if someone was, one of my neighbors was down, I'd go figure out, well, hey, kids, there's something I can do to help you guys out. You know, I mean, that would be my attitude. And so I think that maybe, maybe that, maybe that message got to him because I think he's thinking that he wants to help us out now. So I think maybe that's a good thing. So you talked to him. Um, I got, I got a message 
uh, from some folks that said that, hey, Bob is interested in reaching out to you guys and, and helping out. And so that was the message that I just recently got. Uh-huh. And I'm supposed to talk. I'm supposed to talk to him tonight, but he um, had something going on, so he wants to talk to us tomorrow. So oh, yeah. I think that I think that's good. You know, I mean, uh, uh-huh. like I said, I mean, I mean, a guy like that has a lot of a lot of knowledge and information and all that, and you know, why not use it? You know, why not use it? I mean, to help somebody. Right. Right. Yeah, did it, it, did it piss you off? Did it get you mad when you heard about his comments? Uh, I listened to the radio show, and, um, like, my first thought was, like, dude, like, the guy's mouth, you know? I was like, come on, really? Like, I didn't get it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just didn't get it. And then I heard him call one of the other guys a faggot and some black girl something. I was like, man, he's just going off. I just <laughs> didn't know if the guy was, like... Maybe drinking or something. I didn't know like what was happening. You know? I know the feeling About you had, life. like when I rode to get Rick Johnson's autograph, and he blew me <laughs> off. And he was my favorite rider, so I know I know that must have that must have sucked. You know, I mean, and it's like I said, like you know, I mean, like I know the Von Lossbergs who grew that guy up. They took me to all of his tracks in the desert. That's how Mike got really great at riding. I mean, good at riding motocross when at a young age. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Mike was sixteen and winning nationals. You know what I'm saying? And like, that didn't just happen on accident. It's because we rode all that guy's tracks, you know, all his old desert tracks. I mean, I wanted to learn those things, you know, and I found the guys upon Lossbergs, and, and they took us to all the places, you know, and that's that's what we did, you know. And it just, uh, I don't know, it was just a little, like, felt like a harpoon, you know. Right, right. Did it, did it, did it puncture the surface, or was it just a, a flesh wound? Did it get through the skin, or did it just puncture? No, you know what I'm saying. It, you know how it is. Uh, how was yours? Was yours a flesh wound, or did it go all the way through? It went, to the, it went to the heart, bro. Because I, yeah. I even went far enough when I was 16 years old to get the bad boy tattoo. <laughs> yeah. But believe me. Dick, I, if I showed you the picture, you'd laugh. I wore the Bob Hanna helmet with the lightning bolt on it and the flat jack. I think, when you, tell, I think when you talk to Bob Hanna, you should tell him, hey, you know what? You could say what you want, but I'm one of the guys that helped you get where you're at. I supported your company, and I paid full retail for this. And I don't yeah. think you should be I mean, doing and this. And I did. And you know what? I did pay full retail for it. I swear I did. Well. I worked at, like, a restaurant as a waiter. No, I was a cook. Yeah, to to buy that stuff. I remember. Yeah. Wow. Right on. Well, hey, did you, uh, did you work with Michael back? Um, you know, a lot of people... Don't really notice this, but you know, just knowing you and knowing Mike, and you know, being around you guys, I always like keep an eye on him. Back in the day, like when he rode for Suzuki, like when he would go to the gate, and the gate was at a place where he could see you. You had a lot of like you guys would do like baseball signals, and you know, you guys have a certain technique that you guys use. That a lot of people don't. Did you guys talk about um, this, his starting technique this week and work on some different stuff? Yeah, I mean, you know, definitely I was there to help him in any way that I could help him, you know what I'm saying? And obviously he wanted me to be there and asked me to be there and wanted to help. And so I I told him, you know, like my objective for the week was just to kind of gather information to see what we can do to do better. Um, I obviously talked to Roger, which was a good conversation. And I think that that whole thing is going to go forward now. Because obviously the more Roger will help him, the better that – that the bike will get, and the better the bike gets, the better that he'll be able to ride it faster. You know, you know, what I'm saying? You know how it works. Yeah, you know, so, it was crazy, Tony, because I watched Michael the first, like when he was up towards the front, the first three or four laps, and it looked like his speed in the whoops 
wasn't really need, where it needed to be. And he made really, really good adjustments throughout the race to pick better lines through the whoops because that's where he got passed a lot at the beginning. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree for sure. Okay, I just want to make sure that I, I saw the same things that you were. I saw, I saw Roger and Tony talking after the race, and they shook each other's hands. Wow, that's a tearjerper. It is. I almost, I, te- I, I got, I got, te- I teared up. Yeah, a lot of uh, people misunderstand Tony Alessi, but if you, if it's like people in the chat rooms that misunderstand me and talk crap about me because they don't know me, and you don't know the Alessi program how it works, you you can't hate them, and you can't, you know, you got. I think you just got to respect it. You don't have to like him. You don't have to like Michael. You don't have to, you know, like anything. But I think you should at least respect what they do. Because all they're trying to yeah, do is get better. Yeah, it's not like that. It's not just that. But, I mean, I think that we as a family also contribute, you know? I mean, we contribute, you know? I mean, when amateur riders want to come ride and train and practice, doors are open, you know? When pro riders, privateer pro riders, you know, they need a place to stay, a track to ride, a place to work on their bikes, we're there for them, you know? I mean, I mean, I think that we contribute and give back, you know, to the sport. And, like I said, the thing that, like, with Bob that I wanted to get across to him is, like, dude, you know, the sport has made you have a good life, you know? I mean, you're from the desert where we are, you know, the desert and obviously the sport together, work together to put you in a great life where you are now. And, of course, you use those items to become a great racer, you know. And so, you know, give back, dude. Give back, to the, give back when you can. I mean, you have knowledge, you have experience, you know. Instead of, you know, you know putting riders, you know, or putting people, putting things down, I mean, that are involved in the sport, contribute, get involved, help out, you know. I mean, and I, I think that that's what we're supposed to do as people, you know, in general. I mean, a lot of them still are. I mean, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, Rogers, how old? Gosh, he's old, right? I mean, the guy is still right. giving back to the sport, you know? I mean, that's cool. At the end of the day, you know, I mean, he doesn't have to. I mean, he's multi-time champion and all that. He could just be gone, you know? But he's out there, you know, sharing his knowledge and experience right. with the riders to help, you know? So, Same with all. Think about them all. Eric Keel, Mike Fisher, all those guys. I mean, they're all, they're all, you know, they're giving back to the sport that gave them. Nobody gives Nobody gives more back than Kenny Watson, though. Nobody. Yeah, he is Sh- the king. Hey, I, I wouldn't give shit back Kenny. and let it get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody get that drop. Um, uh, hey, uh, Tony, so you're going to be back at the races more often, or you're looking at coming – to the rest of them, or what's your deal? Um, for sure, I'm going to Houston this week. Um, that's for sure. And um, San Diego. And then um, I really love the East Coast, so I can't wait to go to Florida where we live uh-huh. and uh, get back, back get back home over there. And, yeah, for sure, Jacksonville, Atlanta, Daytona, those all sound good to me, you know. They're right in my backyard, and I love the, the people from the southeast, you know. That's my my people you know yeah yeah well right on thanks thanks for coming on we didn't want to keep you too long just want to get a quick update so thank you no worries all right you got it if there's anything else let me know i'm happy to talk to you guys thanks tony all right see ya see ya all right tony lessie there it is and and with that let's go to our first break of the night uh we'll be right back you've been listening to the pulp mx show Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com with Steve Mathis and Kimmy Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions.
Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com.
All right, yeah, we're back uh, live on the Pulp and Mac Show. Thank you for listening. Coming up, Jimmy Button to tell us about his uh, crazy-ass bicycle ride. Hey, Deviant, you there? Hey, what's going on there, Mattis? Hey, thanks for holding so long, bud. What's up? No worries, man. Not hanging, man. You guys are doing a great job. I didn't want to get the wrong, the wrong impression with the message. I, uh, it was my mistake, and uh, you guys are really holding it down, and you're doing a good job. Okay, all right. Thanks a lot. Well, quick question, though. Quick question for you. Yeah, sorry about that, bud. Got to go. Hey, we got to go. <laughs> hey, oh, we're times. sorry, dude. That's jacked up. That's jacked up. The guy who called and left a voicemail about me. Did he me. hang up? No, I hung up on him. I love it. We're <laughs> no, jerks. I feel bad now. Oh, now lines are blowing up. Hey, uh, Button. Yo. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for coming on the show. You're live on the air right now. Uh, what's happening? You guys are, you guys are jack off. Well, that guy called in earlier to complain about us cutting people off. Oh, well, and you just cut him off. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. Right. That's how we do it. Kenny, stop. Pull your microphone up. It's rubbing on your shirt. God, you're so unprofessional. It's just Button. It's just Button. What up, Watson? What's up, Jimmy? Hey. hey do you want to see the, Would you want to know the uh, highlight of my uh, night so far? Of tonight? Yep. Holler. I get here, and I go into the bathroom downstairs. I'm taking a leak, and I look at this 1987 dirt bike. And they have a shootout of the top five mini riders in the world's bike. What do they have yep. but a CR80 with number 50 on it? 50J. <laughs> Jimmy I'm pretty Buttons. sure it was my bike. I know for sure. It had an extra tall seat and everything. Dude, 87, 87, 87. That was the last time I rode mini bikes, I think. Dude, it was, hey, it was your bike. They had your bike. They had Swap's bike. They had Bud's R&D bike. And they, and, had, uh, yep. they had the guy, Mammoth Guy's KTM. Whoever that met. Who, who Barrett? David Barrett. Barrett. David Barrett's KTM. Yeah. Um, yeah you, dude, that bike, uh, Mitch built me that thing. It was nothing. Hey, when you retired, or when when you got out of amateurs, were you not the winningest yeah. Loretta Lynn's rider? Yeah, I had the most championships. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Don't say it like no, you're not cocky about it. Yeah, I was the best. No, no, dude. I mean, geez, man. I, I had, love. I had six at the time. I mean, that was, you know, I had one more. I think I passed Danny Storback or something like that. And you I, could dude, be like I've Bob Hanna, the older I've been lapped like three times by Alessi and Stewie. Hey, so. you know what's great? You could be like Bob Hanna and say the older I get, the greater I was. Mm, no, I was just good back then. I'm not, I wouldn't be so good now. These guys are too fast. <laughs> Timmy Ferry's got one more than you, by the way. Seven. So, um, just for the record. Hey, uh, um, what's going on with you right now? What's going on? Big, big bicycle ride happening. Dude, so my day, this is the first time that I've, like, not gone to the office in forever. Mm-hmm. I was busy all day today doing, I did ABC Sports. I did Fox Sport, not Fox Sports, but like actually like the actual like Fox affiliate mm-hmm. with the sportscaster guy. Uh, just been doing all sorts of uh, of interviews and doing media stuff and just wow. trying to uh, hey, get Corey? a bunch of film in the can for uh, for when we leave. And right. I mean, it's cool. I'm getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of support. And I did LA. I did uh, NBC LA last week and. So everything's starting to come around. So hopefully we can get uh, you know get some more eyeballs on this thing, and people can you know donate five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks, and yeah, help us reach our goal, man. Yeah, hey. for people who don't know, Jimmy's going to bicycle after the San Diego Supercross. He's going to bicycle from San Diego to Daytona, San Diego, where he got hurt, where his career ended, two thousand and one. No, two thousand. Two thousand, and he is going no. to bicycle to Daytona. 
across the country uh, in, for Miles for Miracles. Milesformiracles.com? Milesformiraclestoday.com. Wow. And four is F-O-R. It's the number four. Okay. All hey, right. is, Corey, is Corey in town yet? Yeah, he is. He actually pulled in with, uh, you know, we uh, Diggy Millsaps loaned me his bus. And so he drove it from uh, from Charlotte out here. They got here this morning. We actually met at Qualcomm because I had a meeting down at Qualcomm Stadium. So he met us at Qualcomm, and then uh, they drove it up here to the house. And then I stayed down in San Diego and just did uh, did interviews all day. So yeah, cause I tried to call you. At the, I tried to call you at the office the today. Sun, we had like an hour's worth of sun, so we went and uh, we went and busted out a little bike ride before uh, before the sun went down. Yeah, because I tried to call you today, talk some business, but you weren't around, so I just yeah. handled, I just handled it. Um, yeah, you just handled it. Good on you. I just handled Good on it. You. Um, yeah. So, are you ready? How, how, yeah, how, I'm ready. You're ready. I'm 100 ready. <laughs> it's funny, dude. A year ago, when we were talking, I was I was riding my uh, my indoor trainer, yep. talking on the phone with you guys while I was doing a ride, and yep. you know, now a year later, it's uh, it's finally here. I mean, do we leave in just a few days and? Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It should be fun. It should be a good experience. Uh, so what? What's the plan? How many days are you looking at? How many miles per day? I imagine you uh, you got it all nailed down. Yeah, we got it all nailed down. It's gonna be we're gonna average we're gonna average about sixty miles a day. Um, most of the time we're gonna be in between like uh, basically in between like about fifty five and seventy two miles a day, just depending on which day it is and kind of where we've been able to kind of do our, you know, where we'll stop in the motorhome and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're expecting, you know, hopefully the weather stays with us pretty good and maybe this this winter storm that's been in the Midwest uh, can finish up and be gone by the time we get there and warm up a little bit and not give us too di- much difficulty when it comes to the weather. And we're thinking it's going to be about 40, maybe 45 days at the most if we get stuck with some uh, stuck wow. with some bad stuff. But Kenny, I think we'll be good. 45 days of bicycling, Kenny. Did. What about monk? What about that monkey ass that you get on well, after you bicycle for a while? Uh, well, that's like talking about. That. And then you also like if you've been training for this thing, like I have for a friggin' year. Yeah. Your uh, your taint, your garbage down there is is fairly weathered. Oh, <laughs> hey, button. Yeah. yeah. What, what about like when Forrest Gump ran across the country? He just turned around and went back just because he wanted to. <laughs> What's the chance? Yeah, of the well, he's he's gnarly. I'm not Forrest Gump. <laughs> hey, no, for I'm reals, just, dude. I'm just me. Hey, for reals, like when you guys are, um, like you have Davies Mode, do you have a full caravan, like a, a like like you see a guy like on the tour with a with a, a car with the bike on top of it. Do you guys you gonna do that yeah, whole thing? Yeah, kind of, kind of. I mean, so I got a guy that's gonna drive the bus, and uh, he's also gonna cook for us and uh, and do some filming. And then my wife, Christy, she's actually going to drive the minivan that Honda gave us. So mm-hmm. she'll drive the minivan, and she'll have, um, she'll have an extra bike for me, extra bike for Corey. And uh, not, that, you know, not that we probably will even need it, but she'll have one in there. And then she'll mm-hmm. have extra wheels and stuff like that in case we get some flats so we can just change out real, real quick and we don't have to, like, you know, change the tube or something. So Are you I, guess, I guess we're going kind of you know, kind of factory or whatever, and then uh, pretty stoked the guys over at West Coast Customs are going to do a full wrap on uh, on the bus and on the on the minivan, so it'll look pretty sweet. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Is your mom is your mom taking part? Yeah, well, you know, she runs the foundation and everything, so she's doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff for us, but it'll just be, uh, just be the four of us on the road. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. We had a, we had a caller uh, 
write an email in about they had their road to recovery um, tour in our truck, and the guy uh, they were Kenny effed them. Kenny they they weren't they weren't too happy with. Uh, they said they were just pushed in and out real quick, and you know I think a lot of people don't understand is like when you do a meet and greet and and they're, and they're you know when you do that through the road to recovery. Um, it's you know it, where where they're racing and working. It's like someone going into yeah. your office and they want to do a walkthrough through your office during lunchtime, you know. And there's only a, a certain amount of time. And they got the guy was really bummed, so he emailed me and I I sent him an email back. And if he, I hope he calls in because I have a little surprise for him if he wants to do it just to make up make up for what happened. Hey, yeah, uh, I mean uh, I I think some people really understand it. Other people maybe think it's a little bit different, but it is it's true. I mean that's you know. You do uh, you do work on the weekend. You know it's um, it's a serious situation. It's not uh, you know it's not to be taken lightly, especially if you guys got a fire drill going on or something else. You know if there's a problem that everyone's going bananas on. You know it is what it is, and I, I think most people understand it pretty much. But I think some people they get maybe, yeah. you know they get a little hurt that uh, you know they didn't get an extra five minutes to ask a bunch of questions or something like that. But. Yeah. Um. Hey, it is what it is. We got some people in the chat room saying, um, uh, "Do they have, do you have a route online, or can we can people keep track of it?" Yeah, I do. Yeah, you go if you go to the website again, milesformiraclestoday.com, There's a route. There's you know you can you can click on it. It's on the left hand side. You click on it, and uh, it'll give you a route. It'll give you an actual day by day of um, wow. you know where we're going to be on the, that specific day of the month. Let's see. I just I actually just got on to. Uh, so it's actually it's not route. It's the ride. You click on the ride, the ride okay. and you scroll down, and it's, there it is. It has every single day. And people how far can... we're going to go, mm-hmm. where uh, you know what what towns we're going to go to and from, mm-hmm. and yeah. So it's uh, it's good. Right, turn your mic off, Kenny. Hey, that's going to be awesome, button when you pull through a town and they're like lined up on the side of the street, that's going to be killer. It will be cool. I I, I don't know if that's quite going to happen, but I'm, I'm hoping so. So if it is, it'll be cool. Hopefully, I know. When, when we get to Daytona too, hopefully we'll have a bunch of people there. Dude, well I'll be there if I'm have. if I'm there. I'm if you make it when you're supposed to, I will be at the finish line. Oh, Sweet, that's that's awesome. Hey, I, I I guarantee uh, when you go through AZ, there'll be some people out there. Yeah, yeah. I think AZ. I'm going to have some support. That's for sure. Uh, let's take some calls. Uh, if you want to call in for Jimmy Button, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Uh, we've got a few people on hold here um, that have been on for a while. Hey, uh, Papa Mech Show, who's this? Hello? This is John. John, what's up, man? Thank you for uh, uh, holding so long. Oh, no problem. We're, we're from the, I'm from the East Coast, and uh, we're really happy that you guys are you know, doing this show and everything. Thank you. It's great to know there's people that know as much about Supercross and Motocross as you guys do. We've been watching it for years and years, and it's just freaking awesome, man. Some would argue um, that we don't know anything about Supercross. <laughs> you know? Well, uh, the question I had, I wasn't necessarily for Button in particular. It was kind of for all you guys. I mean, what? How, it pertains to the race this past weekend. I I was wondering if uh, maybe Kenny could shed some light on it for me. Um, the, the crash that... Uh, uh, Wyndham and Tedesco had in the heat race. I mean, wh- whose fault do you think that was? And uh, if it was uh, Kevin's fault, yeah. Well, it, it seemed like 
you know, Tedesco was tripling into that section every lap before, and then I guess, you know, there was a lap rider ahead, and maybe he decided not to do it that lap or whatever, but... Well, what happened was, this is what happened. You're 100% correct. There was a lapper. He was jumping in. Well, when Ivan came out of the corner, we have it on video, he looks up, and the rider was on his way moving over to the left. Well, that's where Ivan was hitting the face of the jump to triple in. So instead of tripling, he held his line right in the middle and doubled. But the guy thought Ivan was going to go to the left where he was tripling and started like he, he was going to move over there, but move back to the left. Well, Ivan was committed to go there, and he's held his line. But Kevin thought that Ivan was going to go there too. Well, Kevin tripled up. And yeah. you know what? He looked like he got a little cross-rutted, and they hit. K-Dub say anything to Ivan after the race? Or? You know what? Yeah, if you noticed if you notice what, you know, yeah, you know what he said to him? What? You know what Kevin Windham said to Ivan when they were both on the yeah, ground? Yeah, please tell me. I can't wait. He said... Hey, are you okay? That's what he said <laughs> to him. That's what I thought. That's, That's what, what he said to him. Kevin, man, he's awesome. Class act. It, it, you know, it was, I would say it was Kevin's fault, but it was one of those racing incidents. I mean, they yeah. all thought that the lapper was going to go a different direction. And had it been a, a typical situation where everyone went where they thought they were going to go, Kevin yeah. would have tripled by Ivan and no one would have, no one would have touched each other. But yeah. Kevin was trying to thread the needle, and the guy moved, and you could see Kevin, like, tweak his body in the air to try to miss everybody. But, you know, he just kind of just kind of creased the side of Ivan, and then it just took them both down. And you know what? At the end of the day, it, it's not Kevin. Okay, long story short. It's not Kevin's fault, <laughs> and it's not Ivan's fault, and it's really not the lapper's fault. It's the, the track's fault, the, the course workers, because there should have been a blue flag thrown to that guy when he was going down the rhythm section. And there was no blue flags thrown on him at all. And I think that's bullshit. I do think it's bullshit. And what I did was I was, you know, yell, I was I talked to John Gallagher, and I said I think there needs to be blue flags thrown to these guys, you know. And and he said you're 100 percent right. I'm gonna go talk to them, and that's all I can do. I mean, right. And at yeah. the end, and I asked Ivan. I said, "Were you?" He's like, "Dude, that's the last guy that I'm worried about taking me out." Yeah. He goes, "I know that Wyndham ain't gonna do anything to get hurt." And he even told me in the main event, if you go back and look at it, do they 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 hit in midair over the triple? It was pretty gnarly. Ivan was said, it? "Yeah." So it's racing. I mean, they're right. going for Th it. Thanks, John. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, Kenny. I knew I could find out what Kevin said. Oh yeah, Ke Kenny me. gives you the straight dope. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Uh. Tyson, you there? I'm there. What's up, Steve? Hey, thanks for holding so long, man. You got a question for uh, Jimmy Button, Kenny Watson, myself, Tits Legendary, my wife, anybody? Actually, it's for Button. Uh, my question is... What's up, man? I'm, I remember back in... When Millsap started racing, he had the neck donut on. People used to give him a lot of crap for the neck donut. And uh, I liked sudden, it. I liked it. The neck brace came out. And obviously now, a lot of the pros are wearing the elite neck braces. Is there anything that you can see with all the research you guys are doing with uh, the back injuries and neck injuries, like a new progression to help with those types of injuries? Or are we just pretty much with the neck braces for now? Is there anything new that's coming out that you can see that they've been really working on trying to keep the riders safe? Well, I, I think, uh, I, you know, and, and again, it's, it's a personal opinion. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, I think the neck brace is great. I think, uh, you know, it's definitely from what I've seen has prevented a few injuries. But um, you know, it's motocross is such a dynamic sport and the crashes that you have with it are very dynamic it's like auto racing where, you know, you you have 
pretty much standard impacts. You're go, you're going, you know, straight into a fence, or you're getting spun. You're going into a backwards, basically. There's not a lot of flipping and and you know tossing around. You flip a if you flip a car, you're on you know you're on the roof and you got to roll it. So it's a little bit different for being able to test things to actually get you know some real kind of scientific information on it. But from you know the stuff that I see, I mean, I think back braces. Uh, you know, Sure, the way to go. You know, I know that uh, Albstar and Liat are both. Uh, I think they're both out. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they both have built uh, chest protectors and back protectors to kind of integrates and work with the neck brace. Um, you know, and so hopefully, hopefully those things will you know maybe gain some uh, gain some traction to guys. I still don't don't see a lot of guys using you know chest protectors here and there, but. The, you know, I think for your average rider that uh, that's looking for protection, you, you should definitely strap on both of them for sure. All right, Tyson. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Steve. All right. Yeah, I imagine it's an issue that hits home with you, huh, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, man. I would have had a lead out, you know, the way my crash was. Yeah, I probably had a headache. Right. But so, uh, what do you, you know, make? I would have raced Phoenix the next weekend. What do you make of uh, Reed ditching his? It's a personal thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a personal, personal preference. I mean, I think it's just those, those uh, if you don't have it on and you get hurt, you're going to kick yourself in the ass the rest of your life. Yeah. I like when people wear those things and they go, I don't want to. You know, but some guys don't, and, you know, they're comfortable with it. If they if you make it all the way through with without any uh, without any reason and you got to look at it i mean the numbers are on your side that you you are going to have a career and, and not mm-hmm. get hurt to that massive of severity but uh you know if it does, you know if your number does get called you know it sucks right right uh all right let's take a call here uh k bay yeah 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 so Jim. what's up man thanks for for holding so long you got a question for jimmy actually i got a question for all you guys uh I was wondering if you guys were watching in practice on Saturday. Saturday, number four ninety on the Kawasaki, Damon Smith. How did they let him out there? Uh, I saw him. Yeah, I saw him. Uh, there, there. You know what? The AMA has has pulled guys uh, many times um, from the practices. Uh, probably should have pulled Jamie Gross for a bunch too. But, anyways, uh, I don't know if you guys saw him, but there was a guy out there. That, I know who he is. You know, I, uh, he's he's raced before. He's a black guy. Yeah, he's, he's probably the only kid. other black guy besides James Stewart. Do you think people walk up to him and ask him if he's James Stewart? <laughs> Probably. They don't know who James yeah, yeah. is. No, there was a guy out there. He's been. He was at Oakland too, Jimmy. He, he's not this weekend. I don't think he tripled. At Oakland, he no. tripled once. Um, could barely get. O- couldn't get over the finish line. I mean, God bless him. It's his right to be there, but he definitely was not. Uh, not up to speed. So. It might be his right, but if, if he's not doing a triple, it's certainly not his privilege. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened. Uh, what did what, he write all the practices, or he just make it through the one and they clipped him? Uh, I think he wrote all. K Bay, do you remember seeing him in the second group? I saw him in the second practice. I didn't. I, I didn't see him in the third because I didn't. I wasn't in the uh, the stadium at that time. But yeah, I saw him in the second practice. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I got. I'm, I got to be honest. Like I watched the A practice for the two fifty guys, and then I watched the A practice for four fifty guys because they're back to back. And then I walk out of the stadium because I no disrespect to anybody that's in those other practices because some guys shouldn't be in those other practices. But 
Dude, I can't watch those things. They scare the hell out of me. Oh, cool. You hate Jason Thomas, who was in the other practice. Oh. Right on. Good job. You heard what I just said. I appreciate <laughs> it. Come on, bud. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Some of, the guys, some of the guys shouldn't be in there. I mean, I think all the good guys should be in the one practice. But, yeah. dude, there's some guys that are out there in those B&C practices that just are, are scary. Not all of them. I mean, dude, I, I wrote some B&C practices back in the day. You know, but... Um, and some of them are scary to the point where, like, they make the track look so difficult mm-hmm. that, you know, that it's, it's, it terrifies me. Yeah. I get anxiety watching some of those guys. Yeah, I mean, this guy was not, I mean, he was, yeah, I hate to say it, he was, you know, doubling a few things out there. A few of the rhythm sections he would double. But, uh, you know, definitely. Uh, it's a, I mean, to me, it's a scary for the rider that's actually having the difficulties. Those yeah. the guys that are coming by fast. I mean, they never know where something like that's going to end up. They cross rep or not. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're apparently not very skilled when it comes to Supercross. You know, you end up getting someone else hurt even worse. Yeah. Hey, I think it's bad. I think, yeah. I think it's bad I for the year. Uh, uh, 61 on the KTM. He made 61 on the KTM crash in practice. He made 61? Yeah, on the oh. KTM. Yeah, no, that happens just like Jimmy said, for sure. Uh, Jimmy, like you said, you've been in those practices and been one of the more skilled guys. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so – you know, it, Back in the day when, when Watson hated me really bad in, in 98 when I was doing all the – when I was a privateer guy. Yeah. And they wouldn't allow me in the A practice and I was always in the B practice. Right. It was actually really good because there was only like seven guys in the B practice. So I had like an open track to just go out and I didn't have to ride with, you know, 15 other guys. It was awesome. Right. Well, Watson just got up and walked off, so he didn't hear that. What, what do you have to do to get into, like, just to be able to practice to try and qualify? What What are the, the stipulations? Hey, point. Yeah, they used to crack – They crack, when Steve Whitelock was running it, he cracked it down, and it you had to do arena cross, and you had to get so many points. I Apparently, they loosened that up Is because – How would this guy – like, where, where would yeah, you I get don't know. points from? I don't know. Well, you also I, – I think if you read the rule book, you also can, like – you can gain uh, you can gain enough points like riding your local, you know your local A classes and stuff like that. And if you actually get enough points and uh, do certain things, you can actually get a 450 Supercross license. As scary as that is, yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's can... absurd that they're they they allow those people to do it. But right. you know, it's, well, they've had a problem with the entries. way it works. They've had a problem with entries, so they probably loosen it up a little bit. You know. Yeah. Um. All right. Thanks, KB. All right, thanks, Steve. Thanks, man. Um, um, hey, Jimmy, um, we had Ryan yeah. Sipes on the show a couple weeks ago, last week, I think. And uh, Kenny and I both think that uh, your counterpart there at WMG, Bob Moore, he really blew it. He probably uh, – he got Sipes signed too early. Should have held out for a 450 ride. Kenny, I, what, what's wrong, <laughs> Hey, can you hand me that other email that oh. the guy sent in from the Road to Recovery? Sure, okay. Thank you. Yeah, we think that uh, he signed a little too early. And he shouldn't. Uh, we should have had. He should have been on the market a little bit longer. Myself, that's what I well, thought. I mean, he actually was. I mean, I don't think he, he signed in August. Signed until I mean, he didn't get signed until August. Ooh. Yeah, but Jimmy, that's 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 early for now. Dude, Josh Hill didn't get signed until February seventh. Well, Josh Hill also busted himself up massively. Yeah, but wh- when did Josh Hill bust himself up? August. July. You guys, you guys blew the Sipe signing. Yeah, we, 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 we already decided it. He's never going to admit that they blew it. No, they, he's they not. never do. Yeah, over there. no, their agents know everything. They're not going to admit it. But 
They could have got hey, sideswiped. You know what? Good. He's on. He's got a good dirt bike underneath him, and and Ryan's a, a super talented kid. And you know what? He's got a good chance to go out there this year and win some races and do really well and put him in a position to get a great 450 ride for for you know for 2012. Sounds like someone's backpedaling, Kenny. Yeah. What would be a great? What do, what do you? What would you see a great fit for him in the future, Button? Like a great a great program, you would think. I think a good program for him. I mean, I think if he he keeps it all together and rides really well, I think where your program is going, I think your program's going to be really great. No, he doesn't at, think so. Uh, I don't think at H and H, I think that uh, you know, I think those the you know, there, there's a couple places I think could be pretty good for him. And if he does really well, I mean, I you know, I, I know the bunch of the the good rides, the really good rides are all two year deals right now, so that kind of sucks. But let me ask you a question: yeah, If think, he wins the title, does yeah. he does he stay on the light spike to back up his number one plate, or does he go? Who? Who? Metcalf. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Sipes. So Sipes wins the championship. You're asking me if he stays on uh, stays on the back of the title. Yep. I say no. You say he goes. What about what about Josh Hansen? Uh, doesn't matter. Hanny's got to move up. He can't defend it. I thought you can defend it if you win it. No, nope. you're not allowed mm-hmm. to anymore. Oh. No. What's your it. what's your outlook on the way Hanny? Uh, what Hanny did this weekend? Dude, I twittered Hanny, and the sucker never hit me back. And uh, on Saturday night, that was the best race I've ever seen him ride in his entire life. Really, unreal to be to have that crash that he did, and I, and I don't know if you saw it, but that crash he had in practice was crazy gnarly. I slowed it down in and the Moto Concepts rig. Uh, they had it on film. It was dirty, bad, dirty. Yeah. And to come back after that to ride the way he rode the heat race, and just knew that he had to rip the start because with him being hurt like that on that type of a track. If you could get into the lead, which he did, and it played out perfectly for him because that track was super hard to pass because it was so technical, you know, to ride in second place like, you know, like Tomac and Roxon were riding was the easiest place to ride on that track. To ride in the lead on that type of a track was massively difficult. I don't care who you are. And for him to ride those 15 laps the way he did, I mean, hats off to him. He rode, he, that race in itself proves he is the best guy on the West Coast, and he deserves to win this championship straight up. Yeah, well said. Well said, I agree. Straight up. Oh. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so happy for him. I mean, you know, Josh went through, you know, he pissed a lot of people off and did a lot of things wrong and everything else. But, you know, what? everyone liked him because he's always been a good kid, and he was never disrespectful. He just got out of, you know, he just went off the wrong path a little bit. I mean, I'm super stoked to see him back riding well, riding to what he's capable of doing because the kid is so talented, it's unreal. And he's got more talent in one finger than most guys have in wow. their entire being. So, Jimmy, I would say he's been. I would say he's being a little I'm bit disrespectful when he called me when he wanted to beat me up. I'm just putting that out there, a little disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't <laughs> like you. That's different. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Thank you, thank you. Um, hey, and 450 class. Uh, before we let you go, what a, what, yeah. a, what, a, what, a, what a race from Stewie, huh? Wow. Dude. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Buttons at a loss for words. <laughs> well, did you yeah. see okay, I know everyone was watching the, the the section where you know, the whole section where Ivan and, yeah. and Kevin went down. 
But, you know, everyone was watching. He was going three, four, all the way over the tabletop over that first one into the, you know, going into the corner. Right. Yep. But, dude, that wasn't even the, that wasn't even the gnarly part to me. To me, the gnarly part was when he was quadding into the, into that left-hander before it. Yes, absolutely. No, it was, it was, it was ridiculous. The quad in the middle of the deal was pretty, I, I, I didn't think it was all that, like, super special. I mean, it was sick that he was doing it. But the thing is, to quad into a corner that yep. fast yep. is gnarly. Yeah. Straight gnarly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's yeah. He, this could be. He's, this. A, he, he's a dude. He's a bad dude. And on a track like that, I mean, that was one of those tracks you could see what was going to happen all day because it was super technical. You knew you knew the guys that were going to be up front. You knew Chad would be up front mm-hmm. because he's pretty good at, at really greasing landings, and and his timing is always really good. And he knew, like, you know, guys like RV would be fast, Dungey would be fast, unfortunate what happened to him, and he knew mm-hmm. Stewie was just going to be on a, you know, super another planet at that point with a track like that. I always think it's so, so gnarly. I, it, was, it was cool. It was cool to watch. Good race. Ter- yeah. Actually, take that back. Terrible race to watch because there was no <laughs> racing going on. There was just a bunch of following. Yeah. But as a rider... I think as a rider, that that track was probably awesome. Um, and and you know what? Nothing says awesome for Stewie like you talk to Reed and Villapoto, and they're just like, yeah, it's a big jump. Didn't want to do it. Yeah, didn't want to do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> when those guys are saying that, you know, like that's, that's he did, it, and he did it every lap, man. I mean, he's a bad dude. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. And we got anybody, and anybody that thought that he wasn't a bad dude before the series started, and yeah. Dungey was going to wipe the floor with him, and Stewie would, you know, and, and Bill Poto would wipe the floor with him and everything else. Right. Like, dude, are you serious? Yeah. He's that retarded. This is, uh, He's this, seriously this retarded. Hey, you, you've been in these battles before. That that was a serious mental uh, uh, F up. M- mental F up for the other guys, right? For the other riders. Like, what, this weekend? Yeah, like they're, like that was a mental no, beatdown. I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Because no. here's the deal How many more tracks are we going to have that are actually going to be that technical? Good point. In reality, probably not that many. You know, and you get on the tracks that are a little bit less technical, a little more that you can just scrub the hell out of everything, and and uh, they're kind of more of your traditional supercross tracks that we generally have. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it tightens it tightens those you know those three or four guys up again. So right, I don't even have that. I think Villapoto. I think he. You know, I think he walked away from it, not tripping out too bad. I mean, right. You know, I mean, he's been fast. I mean, he's you know he's been right there. I mean, I, I think at a couple of races, you know, James maybe didn't look like he had you know everything together as well as Ryan did, and and vice versa at some places. I, I I still think those two are probably the ones to really watch out for. As well, I guess they are since they won mm-hmm. all the races so far. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, I think the race has been pretty good so far. Right on. Well, hey, thank you, Jimmy, uh, for coming on the show. Miles for Miracles, what? Today. Today. Miles for Miracles yep. today. Go on there after San Diego. Follow Jimmy's route. Donate some money as well to help and the you cause. Can, you know, you can text, too, if you if you want a chance also, by the way. So if you want to uh, enter yourself to win, uh, LB gave me a Sam Manuel bike, which will be all kitted up. It'll nice. Have, you know, good pipe on it from uh, Krapovich. It'll have graphics. It'll have all the stuff done to it. I mean, it's not going to have work suspension or whatnot. But the uh, thing will be ready to go. So he donated a, a, a motorcycle to us, a 450. Mm-hmm. So if you want to enter to win that thing, you can text the word bike to 85944. It costs you five bucks to text in, and it enters you to win a, a, a YZF 450. Wow. Awesome. 
Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. No. Thank you for. for okay, thanks, guys. I'll uh, I'll see both you fools this weekend in Houston. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, Jimmy. Hey, bye. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. No, I'm not turning your mic on, Kenny. Well, you're paying an ultimate price. You got to pay an ultimate price, Kenny. <laughs> Kits, is he not rubbing his microphone a lot? The he, show. He even did it on purpose. A he did times. do it on purpose. Yeah. He's gonna pay the ultimate price. You're going to have a timeout right now, Kenny. You're on timeout. <laughs> Tits, let me know when two minutes is up. Okay? Starting now. J-Bone, what's up? What's up, guys? How are you? Right, just just me right now. Kenny's on a timeout. And tits. Yeah, I, I was hearing that. Yeah, he's... Been, I missed why he's in timeout, though. He's he, rubbing, rubbing his microphone or something? Yeah, he, he's rubbing his microphone on purpose. He's uh, he's rubbing against the collar of his shirt. He's rubbing it on his toque. <laughs> he's, he's... I can't stand it. It's not professional. And we're professional huh. on this show. Yeah, for sure. You guys are definitely that. When I think of Pulp and Max, that's what I think of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Jeremy Albrecht's on right now, J, uh, JGRMX team manager. Um, what would you think of the weekend? Brayton rode well. Yeah, I liked uh, – yeah, he definitely rode really good. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, it been cool to be a little closer, but he's getting better every week, and I, I think uh, he's impressing me. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, you know what? I think, like – you know, Kennard had a bad start, and Dungey had a uh, his misfortune. But I don't think either one of those two guys who have been in the top five every week, I don't think either one of those two guys was catching him. You know what I mean? He rode really solid. Yeah, he did. You know, the, the bummer, like the hard part is, like everyone, it seems like they all talk about everyone in front of them and everyone behind them. But they don't want to bring, bring up much about him. I know, dude. No, like, me and Wygant talk about it, too. Yeah, He's, like he is, he is doing really good, like way better than, well, go back to when we got on the show. Kenny said Millsaps would get eighth and Brayton would get twelfth or he something. He did, yeah, he did say so that. So he's impressing us. He's been two minutes. Eighth is Millsaps' yes, best, so that was okay. a good pick. Probation Kenny. is over. All right, Kenny, he could be doing better. Kenny, but you're back. Anyway, on. we are impressed with Brayton. He's he's doing way better than expected. He's actually getting stronger every week, and mm-hmm. yeah, I got nothing nothing bad to say about the guy. He's he's doing great. Uh, Kenny, you're Kenny, back on. You back on? Yeah, he's back on. He's not talking. He's pouting. He's pouting. He's not going to talk. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how you mis- mis- underestimated Brayton? He says no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, and what about and what about Millsaps? How's that? How's that, that going? Uh, you know, he he's he's getting a little better. Uh-huh. You know, obviously he has a ways to go. I think he's uh, definitely better than what he's doing. Uh, I don't I don't know what the exact problem is, and I'm sure he doesn't either. We'd be uh, he'd be doing better. So right. Yeah, it's typical. We. Uh, Every week, try to figure out what it's going to take to uh, get him to ride better and do the things he needs to do. It's always, you know, a little something. He's right. A little pinch nerve in his back or shooting pain down his leg or didn't eat or uh, right. a bunch of stuff. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but he always has a little something. Hopefully he can figure it out and uh, get where he belongs. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. What do you think Brayton needs to do to step it up to the next level? Uh... Well, I mean, he's real I mean, I close. Think, I he's think for real him, close. he needs to, you know, be right there at the beginning and be able to see the speed and intensity of the, the, the guys in front ride. Because once they get away, you know, he's kind of by himself, and mm-hmm. I don't think he's pushing himself enough. Right. But uh, you know, like in heat race this weekend, like he was so wanting to to do good this weekend, he saw James do that quad in uh, in the heat race. So yep. he was the next heat race. So he actually did it the first lap. He did. Yeah, he he jumped. He tripled out of the, yep. the home plate. Home plate tripled, quadded, and then jumped 
like bounce. He he actually went one bump further than Stewart on accident. Yeah, yeah. Slammed into it really hard and like hurt his wrist and bounced his head off the crossbar. Ouch. Yeah. So then the next lap, he uh, went to go do it and backed off and then that was didn't it. make the didn't even make the quad. Like bounced and jacked mm-hmm. up and then every lap he screwed up in there. Was that going he on? was like wanting, yeah. you know, like you want to do a section so bad, you just keep mm-hmm. thinking about that section. You can't ride the rest of the track. Yeah. So in his heat, that's what he did. He was so worried about doing that quad because he thought that's what he needed to do to do good in the race. Yeah, my dad. My dad used to so. tell me. My dad used to tell me that uh, that's Kenny's microphone. Uh, my dad used Sounds to tell. Good, Kenny. Yeah. My, my dad used to tell me that uh, the more you rode over like a double or a triple, the bigger it got in your mind. You know what I mean? You need to clear it right I away. I agree. Yeah. You got to do it like you know. You got to do it within the first few laps, or you're not going to do it. You yeah. psych yourself out. You can't do it. So I, I mean, I have four Manitoba titles, so I, I'm well on. Yeah, your dad knew what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know absolutely. Yeah. Kenny, do you, have, do you have a question for Jer- Jeremy? Hey, if if you're not going to speak, then I'll speak for you. I don't like people from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a bunch of Kenny drops? Can we Please just come home? I miss you. All right. Hey, Kenny. Uh, Lazon. Kenny, what do you think about people in Europe? I don't like people from Europe. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's you don't it. like any of them. I don't like people from Europe. Kenny, what about what about your uh, what about that girl that you that you used to see? Please come home. I miss you. Yeah, I know. She she might come home soon. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that's funny. Hang yourself. Kenny, don't don't say that. Kenny, I don't think say that's bullshit. Yeah, I know it's bullshit, Kenny, but you can't say to go hang yourself. Please come home. I miss you. She's coming home, Kenny. Don't worry. She's going to come home. I'm missing something here. Can he have a girlfriend in Europe or something? <laughs> no. I don't like people from What's Europe. The deal? <laughs> no, he had, we're just trying to have a conversation with him. He's mad. He's not talking. He, uh, and he doesn't get mad. Yeah, you know, he's pissed right now. He doesn't want to talk. He was on timeout, and now he's pouting. Oh, you missed earlier. His rider called into the show and said, don't be so hard on him, and they got into a big argument. So Is Kenny? Is this the first timeout for Kenny on the show ever? Yes, he's never had a That's timeout. That's surprising, actually. You've been doing good then, Kenny. What's Kenny, you still there? No, I left. <laughs> I don't you like people from Europe. <laughs> Doesn't like people from Europe at all. You gonna fly to Europe? <laughs> Go visit I don't all your like friends. people from Europe. Um. Anyways, so he's back on the show. Hey, um, what do you think of Stewart's performance this weekend? Huh? I mean, it was. Yeah, uh, it me out. He was on it. He laid Jeez. it down. Yeah, you know, we were kind of excited. He the second he didn't ride second practice. That's his uh, second thing in a you know second week in a row not doing that. The second what, practice. What's like, the deal with that? He's hurt. You think you worked with a dude? No, I, I think that he goes out and does what he needs to do, and then parks it. And it could go either way. It could yeah. be something that's uh, you know it could backfire, which is what you know I thought might happen, considering that Dungey beat his time, and then because right. he was quite you know he looked like he had a killer time. He's fast. The whoops is so fast. Yeah. Well, then it was cool because the next practice. Um, Brayton actually beat Stewart's time by a tiny bit, and Dungey was better than Stewart. So yeah, yeah. that could go. I was thinking that could mess with Stewart's head, but uh, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, he came did. out faster than he was earlier, and yeah. pretty much. I don't know if he came out pissed and just showed everybody that he's he's awesome. But I don't know, but he was on it. Kenny, do you find that funny? No, no, he didn't like that. No, I hate that. <laughs> it does. I mean. You know, the the cool thing is every week he looks like, you know, you never know who's going to win, which is cool. Yeah. This weekend he was on it. No one was going to beat him this weekend. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is we get to go uh, next weekend and try again. Each track is different. 
Hey, how's uh, how's the bikes this year? You, you learning some things? You making them better? Yeah, I, I honestly do think like uh, you know, last year was tough because we got the bike late, um, and it was a whole new bike, so there was a lot to learn. But yep. yeah, it was pretty good. But obviously, you know, starts are way better this year. We got that figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bike handles good. It's all our you know the shock we have. It's all the stuff we learned from last year and. Yeah. Everyone's been doing a good job. I mean, it's kind of nice. The bike didn't change a lot, so a lot of stuff carried over, and we could just keep working on what we had. So that was that was pretty cool. Hey, you want to take some calls? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> Kenny, no, go ahead. Kenny, you want to take some calls? I'll have Kenny answer. He, he's he's ready to talk. Nope. Please come home. I miss you. Are you going to talk at all, Kenny? When I'm ready. Kenny, what? it's not as, it's not like as fun if you're not talking. I'm, so I'm trying to get the point across. Uh, oh, you want to show that you're the main part of the show? Yeah, I think exactly. This has been like the best you're 10 like minutes the, of the show the, the main whole event. time. I don't know, though, J-Bone, if you had an employee, yeah. if you had an employee, let's call him, let's call him, I don't know, Rennie. If you had an employee <laughs> named Rennie that worked okay, for Rennie. your team and he kept building shocks, and he, but he kept leaving the fourth compression shim out no matter what happened, and you'd say, yeah, hey, that'd Rennie. That would be a big problem. Rennie, you got to put that shim in. And he went. All right, and then it just kept <laughs> right. happening, dude. He's so he's trying to compare this to me rubbing the microphone that hits my shirt sometimes. That's what he's trying to do. I'm just saying he's what, just a fucking cocksucker. That's all there is what, to it. What point do you punish Rennie J Bone? That's he really punished me. Yeah. That was a punishment. Like I could really give a rat's ass. Well, you seem pretty upset dude, about it. So funny. <laughs> he kind of got to you a little bit there. Rennie. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, Jeff, you there? Yeah. Yeah, what's up, man? Thanks for holding. What's going on? Uh, no, uh, actually, I kind of got uh, kind of an old school topic. I wanted to hear some stories about the filming of Fresno Smooth. Oh man, that really going on there. The what of Fresno Smooth? The well, filming from thirty cool shooting on it, I guess. What's some cool? Yeah, no, it, it was actually uh, it was definitely ahead of its time. The sport was very <laughs> corporate at the time. I thought I was going to get fired when that movie was going to come out. Uh, yeah. The funny thing is, I, you know, we were when we were filming a lot of it was kind of like real life stuff that was happening at the time, believe it or not. Yeah, really, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah. They, they pretty much wrote the movie as we were there hanging out doing stuff. So, like, the Jack and Coke line and a lot of that stuff was good. Yeah, I was drinking a Jack and Coke waiting for them to be done so I could film. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and those those cool suits we wore were really... Uh, Froze suits. I, I'm sorry to say that we wore junk like that at that time. Really? That's pretty scary, yeah. Um, the only thing that probably didn't happen much was cigar smoking. That was a little over the top, but everything else is pretty real. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I uh, had it on VHS, and I had a friend transfer it to a DVD so I could keep it fresh since nobody has VCRs anymore, and it's still a classic to watch. It's awesome. Maybe we should do a classic commentary, J-Bone, from Fresno's That would be great. It actually, like, it's, it's honestly uh, a pretty funny movie. Like, I don't know, you know, obviously everybody would yeah. love it, but, uh, yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people in it. It's really... Uh, it's pretty cool, but I mean, it's fun to do it. it. Doing that is actually tougher than I than I thought it would be. Like every line you do, they have to ha- hit all these different angles, and you have to say the right. same thing over and over. So I didn't actually write the script, even though you might believe the lines I said those myself. But it was <laughs> hard because I had to do what they told me to do, and that was pretty difficult for me. Um, I can talk, but I can't do the same thing. Funny every how I'm right. Funny how much that movie lives on, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it seems like more lately, like, I think it came back on DVD lately or something, because more people see it now than 
Dude, I have so in, many old videos. I would love to transfer to DVD. <clears throat> I'll do that yeah, for you, that. Kenny. I can Dude, do that. Was hilarious in that thing too. <laughs> yeah, he was. Who was? Yeah, was Metzger. Yeah, all the stuff when he was on Venice Beach with with rollerblading and all that. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a lot of funny stuff. <laughs> hey, thanks, yeah. Jeff. That was cool. I, I there's a few people like like Josh Hill and a bunch of those guys like their favorite movie. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny to see all the younger guys. Talk about Dude, it. Now. I got the Loke Dog t-shirt with him hanging out holding the gun. They over at no Loke Dog had a t-shirt? I died yeah, for a little while, yeah. Be in the next uh, one. All right. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Uh, no worries. Thanks. thanks. Hey, Jeremy, quick question. Not that yeah. you're... This is going to be a really stupid question, too. Watch. <laughs> Forget it. Forget right, it. No, throw the dumb question out. Let's do it. All right. Hey, as a team manager, what would be your, I guess, opinion on why Stewart isn't racing, you know, or at least not racing, but doing the the third time practice? We, you got did, see, on? didn't I just did that? Did I warn you? <laughs> we hey, just he, covered he, this. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. Was it when I was answering a phone, I don't know. We just covered this. I wasn't listening. I'm well, sorry. I, I there, Stewart. You never know with him. Okay, but he's obviously either doing it because. Some of the practice he's been crashing, so maybe he has a good one and he just wants to save it for the race is, is what I think it could be. Yeah. He just wants to only ride when it matters, so he go out and qualify, and then he just he, – he's going to qualify, no problem. He's obviously fast. Clearly. So he puts in a good time, and then he can just wait, and he knows that he can do well in the race as long as he doesn't crash. So I, I think he's just right. trying to make it through as much as he can, and if you aren't out there, you can't crash, so. It could be that, or it could be that he is playing with everybody and showing them that he can do it without riding a second practice. Yeah. Hey, Finjian. But, you... I mean, the, the first time he did it, though, was accident because he actually crashed. Yeah. I right. think he had a concussion. So that was, you know, legitimate. Um, but he actually came out and killed everybody, which was very impressive. Hey, so uh, I don't uh, know if he's trying to prove to us that he can do it without riding. I don't know. We'll see how long he does it. Yeah. Finjian, you there? Yeah. What's up, first man? First of all, uh, fuck you, Steve. Hey, uh, watch your second language. Second of all, um, Oh, what I was going to say was, does anyone know what's going on with Tyler Evans? Kenny? I heard he's going to be a, a wrestler. Kenny? J-Bone just answered him. It's the truth, right, Kenny? He's been yeah. training to be a, a wrestler. Yep. If you go just yeah, Google him on... Which would actually fit his personality perfect. Like, I think he Google him, training for that for Google him time. or YouTube it, and then you'll see some video of him training. Are you serious? Wow. And, Kenny, I fucking missed A2 because my ride... Ditched out on me, but I think I'm going to go to San Diego. Perfect. Yeah, I was looking for you all day, dude. You never made it by. I was bummed. Are you, are you going to go to Nathan Woods uh, ride day at Glen Helen? No, I was, uh, I'm was. i not going to go. One of my guys on my team's going to go. We gave a bunch of gear and helmets and stuff like that for them to auction off, but uh, I can't make it. But uh, a guy from our team's going, Kyle. All right, I'm going to go to that. All right, well, like the show. Steve, fuck you. Kenny, you're awesome. Peace. Watch your language. Late. Thanks, Thank thanks Finjin. Hey, Toby, you there? I like you, Steve. Yeah. Toby. You got another, you got another fan? How's it going, guys? Yeah, uh, it probably was Hanny saying he's finging. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Toby, thanks for holding. You got a question for J-Bone or Kenny, if Kenny decides to talk? No, no, you let Kenny, you let Kenny keep robbing Steve. You, uh, you leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, he's very upset right uh, now. Yeah. Just first of all to J-Bone, thanks for letting him bring uh, Brayton down to uh, Oz. That was pretty cool that he came out for a couple of rounds. Uh, I just got uh, two things. I'm just wondering... Uh, what you thought about, uh, not necessarily Ty Simmons in particular, but someone like him who's, say, 18-year-old, uh, coming straight over and jumping straight into the 450 class instead of uh, having a crack in the lights for a couple of years. 
And, uh, yeah, just wondering what you thought about that. Uh, well, as far as Brayton going to Oz, that was cool. He had a good time. He loved it. He wants to go back, and he actually was begging me to, to do them all, so he had a good time. We'll see uh, see if he does it next year. But uh, as far as the other guy coming over and riding 450, I, I think he should have rode lights. I mean, it's cool he's making the main because that's even a tough uh, – you know, that's tough at the moment. Seems like a lot of good guys out there. But mm-hmm. I think it would have been better to ride the lights class and, and get some experience and, uh, you know, be in the top ten and be able to show what he can do. But Do you ever see how big yeah, that kid is? Be. Yeah, he's big, but yeah, I don't know. He, I, he's not really making a statement. I mean, he's having a hard time making the main. He did pretty – I think what did he do his best this weekend? Yeah, uh, I think it was about an 18th or a 17th. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, the tough thing is – is uh, I mean, shoot, we got 16th a few times and 15th, and that that's not any good. So it's kind of hard to uh, – you're not looking to hire the guy that, from 10th back, really. Yeah, it's unfortunate they don't get a lot of coverage back there. And they don't. They made I mean, the main event. barely getting coverage in fourth. So Davey, uh, Davey and Metcalf had a great battle, though, lots of, lots of TV time. They actually – yeah, in the heat and the main. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's cool to see an 18-year-old kid doing it. I mean, it's, a lot, it's definitely tough to go out and ride Supercross. And I'm sure, you know, you rode it over there. But, you know, the, the class is stacked. I think it's the best year ever for Supercross. So he's yeah. making the Yeah, I guess it's something where you need to come out and, and pretty much kick ass in the first year or else you, are, you pretty much will go unnoticed. Yeah. That's, people, that's the hard thing yeah. is, you know, if you, can't, if you can't get it figured out, you kind of get like a one-shot deal to, to really make a statement. And I, I think it's going to be tough. Hey, Jeremy, cool. you know what my favorite part of the weekend was? What, what it was, was before, it? before the heat races started. Johnny and Davey were standing there, and they were talking about something came up about how whose bike looked good, whatever. And then I'm like, dude, Davey, I noticed that your bike, it looks like it handles like shit. Like in front of Johnny, just like jacking with Johnny. Yeah. And then he looks over at me. He goes, wait a minute, dude. Are you going to talk to me about bikes handling like shit? He goes, your guys look like a freaking pogo stick. Those things, are, those things work <laughs> like shit. serious on you? Davey was. Like, Davey was oh. just getting Johnny's back, you know? Oh, uh, that's cool of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny's the one that got all crazy. No, no, Johnny, because he knew I was jacking with him. He was just laughing. Yeah. And I tried to explain to Davey about how when I walked through your truck last year, like, he was like, lock the doors, Watson, you can't see this. Oh, and yeah, I'm like, right, yeah. dude, I don't yeah, know the yeah, difference yeah. for anything. But anyways, yeah. to make a long story short, in the main event, when Davey, when my guy caught up with Davey and he passed him in the whoops, yeah. <laughs> I know for a fact that Millsaps looked over and was like, no way, no way. I know he was trying to put up a battle, but. The pogo stick got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The bike that, yeah, that's funny. You can't say that and then get passed by him, right? Yeah, I just thought it was funny. I, I don't believe, believe me when I see him next week, I'm going to ask him about hey, that. Hey, Toby, you calling from Australia? I just don't want to light his fire, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't want to light Jeez. Millsaps' fire, that's dude. That's an expensive call, Kenny. You got to talk to him. I do. I love the guy. I love <laughs> the Oz. I don't like people from Europe. Yeah, he doesn't like you. He's from Australia, though. He's good. He's closest thing to America. Yeah, what? not not Europe. Canada is closest to America. No, America. Australia is the closest thing to being an America. No, I think Canada would be. No way. Uh, no, we have beanies here. So, yeah, they have uh, beanies exactly. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and half your country speaks French. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you got me there. <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Uh, thanks, Toby. Cheers. Thanks. Later, yeah, we got, we got dudes from Australia calling in. That's pretty cool. Hey, uh, J-Bone, uh, when, do we yeah. see, when do we see some radio uh, communications uh, be back into Supercross? Probably like uh, five years from now. <laughs> good, <laughs> no, I, good job. I don't know. 
Uh, Way to set the sport yeah, back. Yeah, you know, like the first, you know, two weeks before Anaheim won, uh, the producers called and said, hey, we got this idea. What do you think of it? Would you be willing to do it? I said, sure. I mean, I don't say anything. Any on the radio, I'm worried about people hearing. Yeah. Wait, did you have to ask so. your did you have to ask your boss first? No. Well, you didn't make that decision, Jeremy, without asking Coy. Don't don't act like you're the big dick swinger over there, dude. <laughs> you're you're a yeah guy just like me. We can't make no decisions without asking. Well, here's the thing though. Coy was actually Coy's been talking about that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Jer- Jeremy well, probably we, knew. We actually yeah. took a helmet to the AMA to try to get get it. Well, we've already pitched this a bunch of times, so. We thought it was finally uh, that they're opening up and it's gonna it's gonna help the sport. Like we think it's cool, so he was all for it. We, I already knew that, but I did just for you, Kenny. You're right. I did email before I sent the email back. Actually, it was a message that I got. So before I called that message back, I went and asked, Cole, "Hey, you have a problem with this? I think it's a good idea. What do you think?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm I'm cool." So he's all about did. it. Yeah. I did have to get approval, Kenny. Correct. Hey, can't we? Can't you? I mean, it's illegal to run those things, obviously, right? In the rider's helmet. Yeah. Yes. Stupidest thing ever. Yeah, but like you know, like what we're, we were saying, you can make it where you still do it on in a, on the straightaway, like do like a mechanics area. You could even mark it, like say you can only talk to the guy right here, because what they're worried about is you saying, "Oh, you're, they're coming up on the on the outside of you or on the inside." But I mean, I don't even know if that's bad at this point. Dude, they do that in every other I mean, kind of racing. Well, that's what Coy's argument is. And like when Alessi got ran over <clears throat> at uh, Redbud, yeah. that's when we started saying, listen, if, if he would only got run over maybe once, if, <laughs> if you could say yeah. that, right. uh, you know, the guy's down and they're going to throw the red flag and everyone starts rolling. And I think it would be good, too, for every lapper, everyone to have them in their helmets. The AMA could just come over and tell everybody, all right, hey, uh, you know, Jim Shorts, you're getting lapped, move. Move over to the exactly. inside, and then the guy in front of you could hear. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So this I, makes... I, you know, I think you know, I, we were leery of it, so I actually got one. We went to racing, racing electronics, got one, put in our helmet. We actually, uh, with Josh Grant and Cody Cooper, we would actually practice at the test track, and we would talk to them around the track. Mm-hmm. And the, and the thing is, like, they're all worried about uh, scaring the rider or them like messing up because of it, but. They say when you're on the gas, you can't hear it anyway. The only time you can hear it when you chop the throttle, you're going into a corner, or you're in the air and you don't have the bike revved up. That's the only time you can hear anyways. So if you're on the gas and you're doing something serious like a big jump, you're not going to hear them talking no matter what. So it's not going to affect anything. But I think I think they should give it a shot. We'll see. But uh, the whole yeah, I think it was I think it was a cool thing. Yeah. You know, maybe the I first week, you know, they didn't use much of what we said. So that's why they asked to do it again at the second race because they said they listened to the radios again and there was a lot of things that they thought they could have used, but you know the communication was bad because they thought because um, the first time they ever did it they didn't know what what the producer was looking for. Right. So they're thinking, you know, because they thought only if our guys were in the front would would they use our communication, but they said they would go back and find their guys if they were in the back or the front wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. So like you know we could use clips for whatever. So there you did the second weekend, but I didn't realize they were, you know, listening to it all day, and I didn't think that they would use something us just talking. So it was kind of uh, it's kind of weird, but I still wouldn't have thought that it would have got all blown out of proportion like it is either. Yeah, I think I mean, that's, you know that's our sport. You you can't say anything without everyone freaking out. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, so you know, you guys probably get in trouble with that all the time. Wow. My two uh, buddies here. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny, uh, Kenny got in trouble with Cowie. 
few weeks back. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I heard. But, yeah. you know, so, you know, it's just tough. Our sport's real corporate, so there's a lot of things you can and can't do still. Um, I don't think I got changing, in trouble. But I don't think I got in trouble with Kelly. I think it got their attention and made the it made it go through. Because we we're getting support from Kawasaki now, J-Bone. Genius. Really? Yeah. That's, that's what I got to do. I got to come on here and yeah. talk, talk a little trash and I'll get some help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, 702-586-7857. <laughs> we don't have J-Bone for too much longer. It's late on the East Coast. He's probably got to go to yeah, bed. Yeah, you should pick me first. I, t I tweeted you that. Well, you um, – um, I was a late a – late person on the list. Yeah, because uh, you didn't get back to me. You thought of me last minute. Oh, I did not. I sent you a text. You did You thought of me today. You texted me today. I always go today. I was watching Super Bowl yesterday. I didn't even think about this show yesterday. Oh. Did you watch okay. the Super Bowl yesterday, Jeremy? I did for uh, not very long, about an hour, and then I had to drive to the shop because someone left the door open so the alarm was going off. So the police nice. were there, and they wouldn't leave till someone came and locked the door. And you I was the only one that picked the phone up. Did you bet on it? I did. Uh, I, I did, did I bet, but not, not a lot. I bet... Uh, I bought, let's see. How many squares eight, did you buy? Eight squares. About eight squares. I don't know what that means. Because you're from Canada, exactly. If you're a true American. You don't even you... know what football is, do you? Do you want another timeout, Kenny? <laughs> Why are you watching it? Is that what you want, Kenny? You want well, another timeout? ice hockey. Hey. I watched it with Wygant uh, in, uh, in his beachside villa in Newport. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's cool. He's uh, living on the beach. I he's never going to want to leave. I want four. He doesn't know he's living in something that's probably $2 million. Yeah, he rented it from Kyle Bentley's mom. Uh, I, I won $431 on the pack. Nice. Yeah, I didn't I get a call because I left early, and I was hoping they would call me and tell me I won. But, uh, you bet the I over? Didn't. I bet the over and the mm. packs and parlayed them. No, no, I just did the pack. I lost all my other bets. I had Heath Miller for yards and receivers. receivers. Kenny, did you, did you watch it? Yeah, I did watch it. Did I, you I woke it? up. Yeah, I did. I woke up, and I drove home, and I made it to the, uh, to the sports book and bet it and went home and watched it. And then did you win? Yes, I did. I just oh, said nice that. Job. Nice job. Hey, uh, we got Nick on the line. Two winners Nick. on the on the two what? winners on the deal. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I still won. don't know what squares are. I'm not a Packers fan. I'm not even foot. Like I like the Raiders and I like the New York Giants and that's it. I like the Raiders too, Kenny. Found him. I didn't know you. You were a Raider fan, Kenny. That's cool to be in Oakland, then, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather be in Giant Stadium, but I mean, I'm a I'm a Raider right. fan. But, but you know, it was cool. There's five thousand more people at the Oakland Stadium than what can get into the other one. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Right. Um, where'd you hear that, J-Bone? Uh, inside source. Uh, because I put it in my column. Hey, how many people were there? <laughs> how many people were in Oakland? 44,000. That's pretty good. Hey, Nick, yeah. you there? I thought it was 47, yeah. but whatever. Uh, Nick, what's going on? You're on the show. Uh, you got a question for J-Bone? Uh, I had a question for all you guys, actually. All right. Including, uh, including tits or not I, including tits? Uh, including tits, I yes. guess. <laughs> uh, Michael Lessie, what's up uh, this weekend? As oh, yeah. soon as Tony sh as, as soon as Tony shows up, he's like on it again. What's up with that? I would think something that might have to do with his goggles. Goggle <laughs> yeah, no, I thought I thought this weekend was the best best ride he's had. I mean, Absolutely. to me, it looked like it was the best start he's had, though. I think that's probably part of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he, he was riding. Yeah, starting. He was riding with more aggression. We had Tony on earlier, and um, you know, Tony told us basically. Well, I don't know. Tony kind of took credit, kind of didn't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, no, he did. I think it was an inside job. Mike was just, you know, playing possum until they let Tony come back. So was Tony? Yeah. I, I didn't even know. Was Tony not allowed to be there for a while or something? No, Tony. Tony said he wasn't coming on the show because if everybody thinks Roger DeCosta is so good, then he can have Mike and he can work with Mike, and Tony will stay home. 
And then we saw the results of that. And then Tony put on his Facebook, what the hell was going on? I'm coming back to the races. And he comes back and Mike has his best ride. So you do the math. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was a kind of a coincidence. Well, I mean, to be honest, I mean, Mike is more of a outdoor rider anyway. So, I mean, what are you expecting him to really do, you know, at the moment? It's going to take right. a little time to get, get super cross. But, I mean, I, I agree. It was his best weekend. Tits, you don't answer phones anymore? You don't? You don't get phones? Nope. Oh, all right. Um, uh, Nick, what, uh, yeah. what do you make of it all? Uh, I just thought it was kind of a coincidence. I don't know. It was just like, maybe he got on his ass a little bit about it, but, yeah. uh, I don't know. I'm sure that kind happened. Of, kind of a coincidence, I guess. Did you listen to Tony when he was on the show, what he said? No, I, I, I missed that part. Yeah. Check it out. The archives. He had, I mean, it yeah. was, it was pretty cool what he said. My, I mean, he didn't take all the credit. No, he, he was just like, hey, you know, Roger made some changes during the week, and he put his input in, and Mike, and Mike wanted him to be there. I mean, at the end of the day, it's his dad. You know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. really not fair for a guy that's been with his kids since day one to be sitting home when his kid's doing what they've done together. So that's why I look at it. And, uh, Nick, if you go on Pulp MX, which you're on right now, uh, check the podcast out with Mike that I did after the race. Um, right. um, he talked about a new fork setting that he had, and he really made a change for him. He really liked it. So, um, uh, thanks for calling, bud. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. All right, thank Good you. Show. It's thanks. funny right. that the writer always say it was a change of the bike I when know. it's a bunch of crap. I know, but hey, whatever. The writer, just so everyone on your show knows, and the writers that listen, the writer is seventy, at least seventy percent of what happens on the track. The bike is thirty percent. So I'll tell my guys all day long, we'll change the 30% around, but you got to work on the 70. Do you ever get told by Coy or any of your riders to not be so honest in interviews? <laughs> Never. Cause you, I had a few, I had a lot of riders that are bummed out on me. Cause it, it's refreshing. I say, all I say is the truth. You, uh, I got I one too. Truth, I, I'm not, uh, you can't, what are you going to do? I had one br- pretty bummed. The truth. I had one bummed on me too today. Yeah. And, earlier yeah. in the show. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, no, but like you are pretty good in interviews, J- Jeremy, I got to say. And, and, you know, I asked you after Oakland and you're like, we asked Davey to try harder. And I was like, oh, this is probably going to maybe come back to bite him. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. uh, all right. Well, I mean, he did try harder. Yeah. And that, and he rode better. And then I he think, tried hard again this weekend. I think he, did, he I think, he did better. I think, and I'm going to predict this right now. I think he's going to kill it in Atlanta. He usually does. Uh, yeah. Yep. I think he's going to do really good at Indy. I think he's going to do good at Daytona. I think he's going to do good when we go to the East. Because yeah. he, I, dude, Davey Millsaps is freaking a talented, talented guy. And, you know, it's just one of those things I think everything has to be lined up and he has to be comfortable. And yeah. that that's what's hard with all these guys because it's all mental. Mm-hmm. So until they, like Davey has always been a slow starter. He, for some reason, his brain thinks Anaheim and all these slick tracks aren't his deal. But if you're that good, I don't care. Like any of those guys, if they ride somewhere good, even if it's their backyard, they still rode it good. Like that should help, but it, it doesn't. Yeah. All right. Hey, how they much? They still have to go prove to themselves in their head that they can do it, and it's very difficult. So it's like you can't do good without confidence, but you can't get confidence without doing good. So it's a whole big mess. You have to almost get lucky one day, get a start, and somehow be yeah. out front and it all just happened. That's I mean, look at Metcalf. He wasn't doing very well. He whole shot LA and sure he was there for only a lap, but all of a sudden the next race he got fifth. You know what I mean? And then Mike yeah. I bet you Mike carries this momentum on next week. Even though, you know, yeah. he just won a little bit. So uh let's take a few calls here. Um Chris, you there? Yeah, right here. What's up, man? You got a question for well thanks for listening, first of all. And you got a question for uh, one of us? 
Yeah, hey, uh, Steve, if you would have bet me the Super Bowl, you would have won a dinner here in Seattle when you came out for the Supercross. Really? Yeah. Why were we going to bet? What, what happened? Were we going to bet? No, I was going to, you know, I tried to get you to bet the Steelers and the Raiders earlier in the season. You wouldn't bite on it. Yeah, no, I'm not biting on that one for sure. I was in Bercy that way. Hey, weekend. what's your question for Jeremy Albrecht? Oh, okay, sorry. Hey, uh, Kenny's running the show. About the bikes that you guys have, are they, how close are they to the real factory bikes like Kawasaki? Probably like the transmissions and all the specialty parts that they have. How close are our bikes? Yes. They are factory bikes. Yeah, they're, I mean, pretty better. much. Like, you know, honestly, you know, we do our own, uh, you know, modification, like as far as head work, and we use uh, Faction MX valves and JE pistons and all that stuff. That The same stuff that a lot of the manufacturers use. It's just a, a you know, you just pick what parts and pieces, but we actually do buy uh, factory transmissions from Yamaha, so that part is factory. Uh, we use factory hubs, and then pretty much, uh, and titanium at the moment. We have another uh, person we're using right now on test bikes that hopefully will uh, do our own tie down the road, but uh, yeah, I mean, we still use some yeah. factory stuff. So Let it, me ask you a available. question. Let me ask we you a question. Uh, What's the difference between a uh, a factory hub and a talent hub. Do you think besides weight? Well, that's the only question. All right, thank you for calling, Jeremy. Ask, answer me. Jeremy, what do you want me to answer you? I want <laughs> I want you to tell me what the difference between a, a factory hub and, and a, a talent and, hub, and like a, or like an aftermarket like a talent hub. A factory hub is actually lighter. Okay, that's the only thing, right? How much lighter yeah. is it? Uh. Different material, correct? Magnesium. I'm not asking that, Steve. No, I'm asking no, how much lighter it is. Ours is a mag. It's aluminum. They're, they're, but the Talon Hub, there's actually one that has carbon, which, uh, you know, I have a set on a test bike of Talon Hubs. <clears throat> they're they're good. We have, we've put a lot of time on them. And they're, they're holding up. I mean, really, what you're looking for is something that holds up, too. Not only is that to be light, but. Yeah, because we run a Talon. We run a Talon. We went the other direction. We had the opportunity to buy those, too, and we went the other direction where we got the Talon because they were cheaper and. They worked way better. And Talon is yeah. a sponsor of our team, so party yeah. on. All right, yeah. so. No, I, I, there's a lot of good hubs out there. Like, I've tried a whole bunch. Um, you know, for us, we, we kind of ran out of time of testing stuff, and we can't have a failure, so we went with what we've been using. Mm -hmm. And that's like the same thing with the titanium. We have a new company, which you might be dealing with them too, Kenny Echo. Yep, awesome. We got, we got some tie. The stuff seems really good, but I didn't have enough time on it to go race it. So we go with what we know. So we got to buy it for this year, and this is all stuff that I'm testing for 2012. So we might be doing something else with hubs in the future. That's why I try all these other brands and yeah. just put time on it because so the only you, way you're going to know is to run it and see what You know happens. what? You I are, don't want it to happen at the track. You, so. are be you are better than team manager than me, for sure. You are. Just just for that knowledge you gave me, you are, you're better than me, dude. What are you That's, talking about? Because you are better than me because you do those kind of things and you're in a hammerhead ad with your hair looking so good. <laughs> Did you like that ad? Dude, that was the lamest. <laughs> dude, Jeremy, I cannot, let, I cannot believe that you would let them sell you out like that. Dude, that, 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 that was just way over, too over the top for me, dude. And, and I know your guys on your team are just freaking breaking oh, it off on it. you. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they, they do love it. They laugh at me all the time. Dude. 
It's all you good. You remember though. that Oakwood thing they did? That was an accident, too. Kind of like this. It's not like I go in there and pose and go, take a picture of me and put me in a magazine. Dude, you are so full of shit, Jeremy. You <laughs> probably. That's what I did. I told you, them that was in my contract. Make sure you put me in the ad. <laughs> no, no, ad. but it was just like the team manager of the year things where you're trying to do everything you could to get it. And you didn't get it, and you're trying to do everything you can now to promote yourself, which is totally understandable. <laughs> it's totally cool. I don't hate yeah, you for Kenny's it. Yeah, Kenny's down with it. Hey, dude. Jeez, Kenny, jeez. Come on, I bud. do a lot of things to help help team, which, again, helps me, just like coming on your show. It helps myself. It helps all my sponsors. JGRMX uh, also. Like it. JGRMX I do also it. a sponsor. But I, don't, I don't put it in my contract to make sure I'm in an ad. I've never done that. <laughs> the reason no. I did that big Oakley picture, by the way, that was in all the stores, 1,500 of them, Kenny. <laughs> because James Stewart was late, and the, the and sunglass that, hut people were there. And you're the closest and thing, too. It was supposed to be the little tiny piece, like a little tiny part. And uh, they were taking photos, and then they go, here's the shot. This is the one we're going to use. And Padgett goes, well, you know that's not the guy we came to shoot, right? And they're, they're like, well, this is good. This is all we need right here. Yeah, and he was all it. freaking out because... Right, it's supposed to be Stewart. You knew it would turn into a big deal that it wasn't, you hey, know, um, the main guy. So, anyway, it was cool. Kyle, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? Thank you for holding for a while. Uh, you got a question for J-Bone or Kenny or me? Or? Yeah, actually, uh, J-Bone and Kenny, um, you know, being that those two guys run teams that are more or less factory, well, factory-supported. You can't even compare our two teams. They're way better than us. <laughs> we're not factory-supported, um, but we're... They're better. They're be, they're better than factory supported. They're, they're, oh yeah, we can do what we want. So that's the cool part. They're, they're, what we want. They're sponsored by Team Dada. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was kind of just wondering about you know the business side of that team. Obviously, you guys are going racing for a reason to promote your product. And uh, I know this year I worked for a dealership, and you know motorcycle industry council came out with sales numbers where off road sales last year were like seventy thousand units and. 2006, there were 250,000 units. So, I mean, in my opinion, it for 70,000 units, it's not going to make sense for the factories to pay for a race effort sooner or later. And, you know, being where you guys are at, like, it, 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 do you think it's worthwhile? Are we going to be able to get, you know, 10 good teams of your caliber that are, you know, sponsored by whatever, you know, not by the manufacturers or whatever, where the main money is coming from outside sponsors? Dude, I like what you're saying. I like what I, I like what you're throwing out there, dude. I think I'll I'll speak first. Jeremy, like JGR, I think led the way for teams like ours because they came in with a solid program from NASCAR with a name behind them to open people's eyes up. Um, and you know, for us to get our deal with Dodge, um, they led the way because they come from that background. And you know, I yeah, think Dodge just pumped the Toyotas in, right? Oh, Dodge dude. is cool with it. I remember Coy. They like competition. I remember, I remember Coy telling me, "I wish that we would have got our deal done a month earlier because it would have kind of maybe helped them." But you know what? Those guys, teams like JGR and Factory Connection and teams like that, and you know, I would like to consider my team one of those teams eventually. But right now, those guys are the the forefathers of this whole. Um, generation going in that direction and I think you're 100% right because I always say this you know who can the factories keep doing this if you look at their squads they're going from four guys to two guys and they can't you know I don't see them doing that once they the factories believe and they could do something different and still sell motorcycles they're going to do it they're going to do it yeah I mean yeah, you're I mean, right I the think thing that that uh 
you know, all along, what what Coy thought when he came into this was NASCAR ten years ago was all manufacturers. Then these independent teams came in. All they cared about was winning races and spending money and doing it. They could react faster because they're not a big corporation. They don't care about selling motorcycles. They just do what they need to do to get out on the track. So they they ended up all doing well. All the other manufacturers are like these guys can do it. They started sponsoring more and more teams, spending less money, and it helped the sport grow. Which, if our people would do that, the factories would use some of that money, like half of the money they're spending now, help more of our teams. Yeah, it would it would help the sport a lot. There'd be way more teams than what there is now. Yeah, people. The problem we have now is they all help one team. So, Kenny now gets help. We get a little bit of help. It's yeah. not as much as everybody thinks on any of it. The economy is really bad in the manufacturer side. But anybody else in our industry, I mean, Muscle Milk is killing it. They're doing awesome. They're doing better all the time. FMF is selling more pipes than they ever have. That hammerhead ad with me and it, Kenny, helped a lot. <laughs> They're killing it. Like, all the aftermarket stuff is doing great because yeah. I think people are fixing up old bikes. But mm-hmm. new sales, which is probably led because the banks won't loan people money, that's the main problem. Yeah. But, the, you know, the people are in the seats, which is important. We have fans. We still have teams. We're all we're all doing it. It's uh, it's actually, I think it's going to help the sport long term. Because when the manufacturers had all the money, they bought all the best riders, and we would yeah. have had nothing. Yeah. But now we we can compete. So it's it's helping us really. Yeah. Right on. Thanks, caller. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, let's run through these calls. We don't take you too much longer, uh, Jaybo. Um, we got Tim Ferry coming up next. So. Um. Oh, we for sure got to get on. I'm surprised you didn't have him on the whole time. <laughs> we I tried to Kenny veto. <laughs> hey, Jason, you there? Yes. What's going on, man? Thank you for listening to the show. You got a question for J Bone or Kenny or Tits or me or someone? Um, actually, it's for J Bone. Um, what I was wanting to know is is what parts is JGR going to start offering to the public? As far as I mean, do you all plan to be like the next pro circuit and offer? Five silences, triple clamps, suspension work, or are you primarily going to focus on any certain individual parts that you're going to sell to individuals? They already do, dude. The, you yeah, know the like sponsor right of our now, show. We actually do. We've done, we've done like over 100 sets of suspension already. Must be from this okay. show. Absolutely. Uh, we do do suspension <laughs> revals. We do coatings. We do, you know, we can do anything you want, except for the only thing that's not available yet is our shock. We're still okay. like, putting time on it before we want that out to the public, but... You know, the goal is to, to make something uh, down the road for someone to buy a shock. But, uh, you know, we do kit suspension. We do revals on stock suspension. Pretty much different levels, whatever you want to do. As far as motor stuff, we do engine mods. Um, you know, we can polish trannies. We can do rods. We can do everything. Well, I know so you, we were offering a, you, you were offering a complete engine package as kind of like a lease program, weren't you, at one time, or are you still doing we, that? Uh, we did it for Nick Way when he rode a Yamaha for the Nationals. Uh, okay. So we did, it, we did it for him as kind of the first time, and then, uh, yeah, depending on, on the team, we, we, would, we would do it. You know, awesome. Just, you know, it needs to, needs to make sense for them and us. I mean, not everybody has, has money to go lease a motor, so um, right. it was cool that Nick had the opportunity. He was able to do it. Um, it worked, well, you know, I, I think guess that's when he was on J-Law's team. I guess I'm a little behind the times, and I guess I need to listen more often. Um, no, I mean, guys, honestly, there's so, there's so many people, even in our industry, that don't even know. Like, uh, People ask all the time if we do it. We're doing it. We just aren't doing a good job of getting the word out. So we're, you know, questions like this help. Um, yeah. You know, we, we, we are talking. We do sell linkage for a Yamaha. 
we we do do other brands. We we do Hondas and Suzukis. We're doing a lot of little two strokes. We're actually doing a little Muscle Milk Toyota amateur team with three kids. Like we're gonna we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff. We're going to the amateur races. We're the Pirelli support, which is pretty cool for most of the big races. We'll be out there at World Mini with Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not here no more in Vegas, J-Bone. Hey, thanks, Jason. Oh, it's not? Where's it going to be? Hey, thanks, guys, very thanks. much. Appreciate it. All right, see ya. They changed it last. They moved it up to Mesquite. Oh, yeah, a different place. That's right. It's, an, it it's, better, a, it's an hour away, and it's a better track. I heard it's a lot better. Yeah. Hey, uh, Nash, you there? What's going on? Gentlemen. 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 Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's up, J-Bone? Good to hear your voice. I'm up late thanks, with, with you on the East Coast. All right. Uh, I, I got you. <clears throat> I got two questions. Uh, one from the old, one from the new. Uh, what's your best Wright Canyon story? The fact that we've all heard that you you grew up there and it was a, a pretty neat place from what we've heard about. Richie Canyon stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the coolest thing was watching all those cliff jumps, and when we come up, go out and film all those crusty Jim in the dirt videos, it was pretty cool because everybody uh, always wanted to do something bigger and better. So that was always fun. Talk about uh, the parties at the house. Cause he did, back then, he didn't know how to ride, so it was really cool. He'd uh, smoke a joint or something and then go go hit this big jump that he doesn't even know how to do. And he would endo, and everybody would love it. They'd all cheer. It was kind of crazy, but uh, that was fun. We used to do little trail riding games. We'd uh, all get in a line, and the guy leading had to do the you know, jump a big old ditch or some big jump, and everyone had to do it behind him. So we just did fun little stuff like that, but you know, pretty much rode every day just right from our garage so it was a lot of fun i like cool. the parties at night were way funner for me those were good too that that's probably kenny, why i'm a mechanic kenny what kenny what's your best richie canyon story which party oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that did i mean honestly there was like what probably 25 people that stayed at my house every night it was uh oh, yeah a little crazy nice it was tame uh, what it could have been we could have been a little more out of control don't you think kenny for sure. Yeah. I, they used to look at me like I was the craziest, most out-of-control guy there because I really wasn't from the canyon and I wasn't from them. And it was, I don't know. They they took me in, though. They adopted me. Well, how could they not, Kenny? Yeah. You're a legend. I was I was no different now than I was then. I was probably worse. You were worse then? You're a little, you sounded a little more refined now. Yeah. Um, J-Bone, next question I think that a lot of people would want to know is, uh, without going into any negative details, what was the J-Law experience like down at JGR? And uh, I, I'd like to hear your, your input on that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was a little too short, really. But, uh, you know, uh, Sipkova called and just wanted to, uh, you know, have him come down. And Did he pay you? He said Did he pay you? He thought he would, uh, would help straighten him out. So we uh, – I didn't really – have a whole lot to do with it. Coy just asked me, you know, if I had a problem with it. I said, as long as he does, you know, what our guy's doing, he doesn't cause any trouble. I'm cool with it. I don't mind mm-hmm. trying to help mm-hmm. the guy out. So he came down. He was doing awesome. He rode. He was really fun to be around. He was funny, joking around. And uh, he's actually, I, I was really surprised. He's doing awesome. And then, uh, yeah, he just, I sent uh, all my guys up one day to the track. They watered mm-hmm. it and worked on his bike and, Waited for him all day, and there was no phone call, no nothing. So to me, that's disrespectful. And I, we had our guys doing all kinds of stuff, rebuilding motors and giving them parts, and I just got over it because that was the whole deal. He already, you know, we told him if you're late or 
screw up or whatever. Um, that's that's like really all the part that I want to I want to say about it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it was. But well, yeah, but, but what really happened to me? To me, not calling and not answering <laughs> your phone and things like that to me aren't. That's not respect. It's a team, and you, you could call and tell me you're not coming or you're slept in or I'm sorry or whatever. But yeah, it yeah, wasn't, wasn't the way we do it. All right, so, thanks, yeah. thanks, hey. Nash. Hey, thanks, guys. See you. Thank you, thank you very much. We got to run through these calls uh, real quickly. Hey, Ben, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Quickly, uh, what's your question for Jabo? Hey, just uh, I know he had uh, Gavin Grasick on his team two, three years ago. That guy has dropped off the face of the earth. I have no idea. You know what happened to him? He's actually uh, in Ohio. Actually, yeah. he's going to ride again. Actually, I think uh, he broke his navicular because I saw him at uh, Zach Osborne's track when we went down there. When uh, Brayton got hurt last, I think uh, right before nationals last year, I saw him broke his navicular. He's going to be out a while, so yeah. I, last I heard, actually, he's uh, he's in talks, heavy discussions with uh, a Canadian team to go up and ride the Canadian oh, really? Nationals this summer. That'd be good. He yep. did good up there. He did. So yeah, all right. I don't know. We, we, uh, we, yeah, we didn't really uh, we didn't see eye to eye. It didn't work out at our place. So I, I feel bad for him. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Hey, Eli, you there? Yep. Hey, sorry for putting you on hold for so long. Uh, what's going on, man? Yeah, I'm the one that uh, emailed Kenny earlier on the show. Are you the road to recovery guy? Road to recovery, yeah. All right. You guys want to have this out right now? Yeah, I, I just want to think that it's bullshit, dude, that you would say that to me, dude. I, I You know, I try to be cool, and I do all this, and you're going to come across at me like, like that, dude? So this is what I'm going to tell you, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you, your chick, and the brother a paid trip to San Diego. I'm going to pay for your gas. I'm going to give you tickets, and I'm going to pay for your hotel room, and I'm going to make it up to you because I really feel bad. And I, I, that after that you said that, I, I really, like, went back and thought about it, and I remember looking at that dude's, into his eyes, the dude in the wheelchair, and I could see disappointment in his eyes, but it, it really didn't register until now and realize who it was. So... I would really hope that you said you you guys don't have the money to do it, but if you guys want to come, you could come on not my team, but me personally. I will pay for it out of my own pocket. Well, I mean, I really appreciate that, Kenny. I know. I mean, I know you guys have a bunch of shit to do, and you guys are busy. I'm just giving time. you a hard time oh. at the beginning of the call when I just said this, but I will do whatever I got to do for you guys to get there. And I would really like for you guys to come and be the guest of of the team. But I will fund it, and I would really hope that you take my offer up and do this. Well, I'll talk to him and I'll see what we can do if we can arrange something. I mean, yeah. How can you not take up on that? You never, never done anything like this with life. There. Yeah, this is once in a lifetime opportunity, dude. Danny, I'm coming. No, you. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm either going to take you guys over, and we're going to do a tour over at the JGR truck. You can go look at all the dad dad's investment. Yeah, come on over. JGR truck um, in Oakland, and I got to talk to Mathis and Jeremy at the same time. I don't know if you guys remember me, but I was going to say, you know, I mean, thanks for everything you guys. Yeah, well, I, I just want to apologize. Hey, are you the one that won that the thing off the radio show? Yeah. Or, no, not the radio show. It was the online bullshit thing. Or the whatever. online thing, yeah. You were the, the guy bullshit. that won the <laughs> the tickets. You you emailed me, right? Yeah, yeah, I emailed you, and then you... Yeah, you were a cool dude. You were Mathis' fan. You were taking pictures of Mathis and everything. Remember that, Mathis? 
Yeah, yeah, and Kenny boned yeah, right him. right outside our tent, right Kenny, by the little Toyota Kenny display. boned him at, uh, at A2. I did, I did, and I did, and I'm going to make it up. Please, please, please take up my offer, and I would, I will do it. And, you know, people That's could pretty say. That's cool, you, Kenny. Well, and hey. you're admitting you're wrong. That's pretty impressive. I mean, hey, you know what? This guy, <laughs> this guy spent a lot of money to, you know, for road to recovery and stepped up. It's like, all right, when I go play in the road to recover poker tournament, I spend $2,000 on rebuys because I suck at poker. But maybe this year, instead of doing the poker tournament, I will sponsor your guys' trip and put money back into road recovery because you did give them money and you did what you had to do. And that's not the only reason. I feel that you guys didn't have the experience under the Hart and Huntington tent that you needed to have. And, you know, that's what we like to do for the people because, you know what? Hey, Jeremy, you, you, yeah. were, at, you were at Anaheim, uh, Anaheim 1. Um, do you remember who, so. who, got, who got fourth? No, but I know your guy got six because I told you that's what place he would get, and I was actually okay. impressed with myself. Okay, <laughs> either do I, but you know what? I guarantee I you. Who got fifth or who got fourth? Okay, but I remember, I, I, know, I know people that went that don't know who yeah. got fourth because no one will remember who got fourth, but they're going to remember yeah. the experience that they had when they came by the Hart 19 truck or they went by the JGR truck because those memories are a lifetime. Races are week to week, and you forget who got what, but you know what? If you go to one race a year, you're going to remember the good times that you had. And this guy, if he only goes to one or two races, he's going to remember the bad time he had. And I don't want that taste in your mouth, and I don't want you to remember the bad times. Only the good times. Let's move forward, and I'm here for you, buddy. Well, no, Ken, I mean, I went to A1. I mean, I went to A1, like I said. I mean, I had the, I mean, greatest experience with the H&H rig. I mean, everybody took pictures. Everybody was gracious. You know, it was super cool. But, you know, I don't know, whatever. I mean. Okay, you talk to your people, and you let, you, you let me know if you guys want to come. Shoot me back an email with all your information. I will, I will freaking send you money in the mail, and I'll give you expense money, and I'll give you, I'll book your hotel, and you'll have tickets waiting for you at Will Call, and there'll be good Damn tickets. Money. You're going over the top, Kenny. <laughs> Jay Bone's like, whoa, whoa, I ain't doing that. I'll just give you a tour of the truck. <laughs> I, I would like to say I would do that, but that's pretty awesome. Hey, you know what? That's the way I am, and people think I'm a, a, a dirtbag. I, I just want to try to be nice the first time so I don't have to pay like that. But if I ever do it, Kenny, I'll, I'll do the same thing you're doing. Uh, <laughs> All right. I think it's cool. Hey, I like that. Eli, Eli thanks, man. All right, Eli, you, hit Eli. me up. Let me know what you want yeah. to do, buddy. I'm, I'm straight up. That's the way it is. All right. Keep up the great show. Thanks. Uh, wow. There we go. And on that note. That's amazing. Yeah, on that note, let's. Uh, Good job, Kenny. Proud of you. Thank you, Jaybone. I'm I'm trying nice. to I'm trying to uh, open your eyes. I, I'm tired of going that route, the other route. Yeah, why you always go that route? <laughs> why you always gonna go that route, Kenny? Dude, that's what he used to tell <laughs> know, me all the time, all the time. <laughs> that was the sage advice to, from Jaybone to Kenny. Why you gotta go that route, Kenny? Dude, you used to go that route too. I have some really good stuff on you going in that route, but it yeah, stays, I just tried to change. It stays uh, in the archives. I tried to change. That was my goal to change. Yeah. And you, you know, are too, as I see. Hey, Pretty you know good. what? You know what? You impressed me tonight. Hey, Javon, you know what? Really, yeah. uh, when I really, it really hit home that you did that, and it, it, it did. It, I, I was like kind of bummed on myself, like, dude, look at this guy. Like, I watched it at the after the first Anaheim. I was walking back down to the truck, and I seen you walk up from the stands, and you were carrying your kid, and I just like took it back and I looked, and I'm like, wow, that's killer. Like, that was cool. <laughs> like, dude, you and your yeah. son, I mean, like, dude, I go way back with you. Like, how cool, like, your mom in the canyon, you know, yeah. when, when your parents oh, just. Cool hat Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> like when your mom and dad first got separated and all that crap happened. Yeah. You know, it was just cool. You know, I knew where yeah. to go to buy used car parts and stuff. It was awesome. 
Uh, yeah. Right on. Well, thanks, yeah, no. thanks, Jeremy, for coming on the show. I know it's uh, late your time, and, and then we kept you longer. But uh, thanks for JGRMX, by the way, for coming on and helping us out with the show and and all that. And uh, and always a good interview. Always a good interview. Hey, thanks, fellas. So uh, well, it's fun, guys, and I'm glad to see old Kenny's got a soft side to him. I'm liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? That's good, Kenny. Good job. I'll see you this weekend, buddy. I'll come by and have yeah, a cup I'll of coffee with you. Yeah, I'll see you this with weekend, you. and we'll uh, tell, tell try to do better. Tomorrow, I'll tell Corey we said hi. Yep, I'll tell him in the morning when I'm late because I'm. I'll tell him why I'm late. I was on the show too long. <laughs> all right, all right. See <laughs> you later, Jeremy. I'll be all good. All, all right. right, see you guys later. Bye. All right, Jeremy Albrecht, uh, JGRMX team manager, uh, and that has uh, been a, a great, uh, great interview, guy, for having him on. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're gonna take one more commercial break. Come back with none other than the. The 1997 125 East Coast Champion. See ya. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. 
Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. greatest discs ever one of the greatest songs ever take us out eddie there we go we're back pulp and mech show and we are uh, live on the air from the uh right from the lion's cage of uh, of mgm grand oh wait right from the lion's cage of mdm mgm grand Rawr! oh my god it's a lion uh all right let's go <laughs> who are those two weird looking old dudes with white hair over there yeah i don't know they're looking at us through the glass they're like they look like the uh the t- one guy's face is all mangled from the lion. Yeah. Hey, Red Dog. Hey, what's going on? Are you guys really there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're in the lion cage. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, Kenny made me put a T-bone on a necklace and put it around my neck. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, hey, Kenny, quick, quick Twitter question for you. Would you ever give Kyle Beaton a ride at H&H? No, because I don't know who that is. You just crushed a bunch of Canadians. No, I know who he is. I I seen him at the Cowie <laughs> track. I I wouldn't because he 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 doesn't ride the big bike. He can ride the big bike better than anybody you ever seen. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he's Canadian. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> hey, uh, Timmy, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, man. Not too bad. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, Red Dog, were you at the yeah, race thought, this weekend? I, yeah, I was there this weekend. Thanks for coming by and saying hi. I guess you really don't like me. <laughs> man. I, it's too crazy over there, from what I hear. Dude, you don't want anywhere anywhere near that truck. There's. I that's what I hear. They got good hot dogs in uh, ballparks. Dude, Matthew McConaughey was there this weekend. Was that your truck? Yeah, he's hard to I, I don't. I don't. I don't do the whole celebrity like groupie hang on thing. So neither do I. I but I would. There. I'd be more pumped to see you than him there. I'll tell you that. Well, thanks. That makes me feel better. Ninety-seven East Coast champion. Still, still trying to figure out how to get in that knot hole club. I got in there one well, time. Hang out. Dude, I got in there one time. You don't. It's dumb. Dude, I, the, if you uh, went in there, do you think you could get an interview? Or they're going to interview Kyle Loza over you? Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm still the kind of a monster athlete. I don't know. Yeah. What you about know how that works? You got to, you got to be a monster, right? Yeah, I think you do. Uh, what about Deegan? Every, every Deegan gets to promote his, his, uh, uh, what's the thing? Nuclear Cowboys every week. A little He's piece. not even oh, really? on the Nuclear Cowboys. That's the funny thing. He's not? Oh. Oh. 
He doesn't do that. Crap. He's just a general. He's just <laughs> Dude, a the general. general was sweet at the Chaparral signing. All the militia guys kept walking in with these boxes, and I'm like, what are they doing? They're like, doing a promos, giveaway, uh -huh. and they were like right behind this extra like old office that no one sits in, and I go in there, and they it was full of 12-packs, and they were popping beers and putting them in big cups, <laughs> sitting there signing. Nice. And Larry, dude, the greatest was Larry Huffman was there. He was the MC. Really? Yeah, and he kept he didn't understand why so many girls wanted their picture taken with Hart. He goes, Man, I remember Corey Hart back in when he and you know, and he goes, Deegan and he goes, Hey Carrie is uh is uh is Brian here yet? No. And and he's Carrie's like, What? And then they went up and did an interview with him and they said to him, So how's the metal militia thing going? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God, sorry, Tim. Hey, uh, Red Dog, Red Dog. Yeah. What, what, uh, what's going on with Trey Kennard right now? Not getting the starts, huh? Man, well, he did, he was better this week. At least he wasn't eighteen. Right. Um, he was actually he was actually pretty decent. Him and it looked like him and uh, Filippolo collided coming into the first turn. So Filippolo came out pretty well. So mm -hmm. dude, he's um, riding with that Red Dog, freaking the dog man. He needs to put the dog on his helmet, dude. He was ramming my guy, dude. He was ramming, uh, who, ramming him. I, I'm gonna who? get that sound drop. Ramming my guy. <laughs> he was ramming the guy. Okay, yeah. Uh, Kenny yeah, was ramming he's the right, guy. He's, he's riding good. <laughs> he, you have to ram those. Everyone's like. He was only ramming him in that. Like, he was only ramming him in that sand section. He was just trying to get underneath him. But uh, dude, he got around him and he just said, "Check you later." Is uh, yeah. is Canard frustrated right now? Is, is Trey uh, is he a little worried, like a little worked up over the last two weeks, or is he realized that uh, he's got the speed because he does? But. Oh, I don't think he's. Yeah, he's probably a little. He's definitely a little frustrated because I think if he knows if he got out front, he could run uh, a lot better than fifth. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, fifth's yeah, terrible in that class, dude. <laughs> terrible. I know exactly. Who time, places fifth he in the is, points? Uh, fifth, I think. I think he's just fourth. No, he's fourth. I think. Oh, yeah, fourth is Dungey DNF. No, he's he's doing good, man. For a rookie, I think he's doing really good. So I'm I'm happy with it. So I think it, yeah. his team's pretty pumped. So. Yeah, look at your rookie year, defending champion, moving the 250 class. You blow your knee out at round two. I didn't even qualify my rookie year at the 250 class. Exactly. First round. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you have a question for Tim Ferry, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Call in and ask Red Dog all about Summer Cross or uh, Bud's Creek First Moto, whatever you whatever you got. Um. <laughs> That was Father's Day too. I remember I was standing next to his dad when he won that thing. Yeah, I, I tuned that bike. But uh, did you? Bud's Creek is good. That's yeah. a good place. Um, you learn something new every day. <laughs> uh, what about the track, Red Dog? What did you think of the track and that quad? Those two quads that Stewie was doing. I was pretty impressed with the quads. I was pretty. I kind of called the one, uh, the four end of the corner, but the other one actually, I don't was more impressive to me. Oh, I thought the uh, I thought the four into the corner was bigger. No. Nah, because I mean, if the bikes were so fast, it was more about just stopping for the turn. Right. Um, that the other four, you know, was so steep. You know, you can see his bike kind of like really like kick a lot. That one was pretty impressive. So, mm -hmm. Stewie, Stewie, Stewie's the man this weekend. That was for sure. Yeah, crazy balls came out, huh? Yeah, it was. Uh, obviously, I wasn't too pumped on it, but yeah, he rode <laughs> good. I was. I think everyone was kind of scratching their heads, and it seemed like Dylan Poto kind of knew it was. Not his weekend, so he won oh. the race, so he kind of backed it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, what what um, what goes through a guy's mind like yourself? I mean, you know, if you know there's a guy out there jumping something that you're not, and, and you're, you know, you want to be up there, you want to be right battling with the dude. 
do you does it bother you mentally or do you have a way of just putting it out of your mind and being like I'm not doing it and I, I you know whatever I'm just gonna concentrate on 20 solid laps um what, what goes through your mind yeah I, yeah uh, I think you kind of have to for me I think you have to have your mind made up already are you gonna jump the quad or not if you're not going to I kind of actually heard Reedy kind of say it a little bit this week but just concentrate on the three one and or, or the three three and just you know work at it hard and not not worry about the quad because you start worried about that then. You're going to mess up everything else around the whole track. He said exactly what uh, Jeremy said about Brayton. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what Brayton, Brayton was all worried about it in the heat race, and he cased it, and he didn't pull it together. Then once he made his yeah. mind up, he was just going to do what he had to do and not worry about it. Yeah, I was, I mean, Stewie, Stewie's good at that stuff. I mean, I've seen him do a lot of those quads. So um, mm-hmm. I saw Villapoto try uh, that one in practice. He made it all right. Yep. Somebody said he cased it in the main event. He did. Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of it was kind of early in the season, I think, to uh, you know to to go out crashing on a jump like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid was come, if it was down to the end of the season and it was for championship points or you know for a race wins something like that maybe. But yep. I think uh, I think everyone was just uh, realizing maybe Stewie was on uh, on his game. Um, and you're out in California right now this week, right before Houston. Yeah, I'm here till Wednesday morning, and then uh, yeah, I'm going to go home. And actually, I'm going to go to Houston too. So, looking oh, forward to that. Oh, Houston, a spot where you threw me off the back of your bike. Yeah, but I actually fixed your back. I know you did. Yeah, you actually did the good thing. So you should. Th- I want you to thank me for that. Yeah. Hey, when I I'm Kenny, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, after Atlanta, I'm staying back in Florida all week. Sweet. Where are you staying, <laughs> dude? <laughs> I'm going to stay at Tim Ferry's and. Uh, you know, I was thinking we, I th- I was thinking we could hang out. You, what? me, you, and Red. Where are you staying at the? Did you st- at the old house? No, at the new house. The, the house they sell it. They rented it. Uh, no, no, I still have. I rented it. Yeah. Are, are you going to ride that week, Timmy? Hey, Wat, Wat, Watson. We have a uh, we have a room upstairs for you, right across, in the other wing, right across from Mathis's. So you're welcome to. Yeah, dude, don't tempt me like that. I'm always looking to come hang out there. Yeah. Come hang out. Yeah. Are we going to ride that week, Timmy? Are you going to ride? Uh, I'll ride if you're there. All right, yeah, we'll we'll. Uh, Cause you, know, I'll, I'll make you work on my bike and stuff. Yeah, good point. Uh, I want to go to RVs. I want to go to RVs one day, and I want to go to Reeds one day, and maybe Stewart. He probably won't call me back though, so we'll just go to those two other two other places. Um, I'm definitely not going now. Why? Let's go to RVs. I don't go shoot some guns. I'm not. Well, I'm not going all those places with you, but if you want to go riding, I'll go riding with you. No, you can go to my place. How's I just that? want to spend time with Red Dog. Those other guys aren't. I'm not tight with those guys like I am Red. Uh, hey, uh, he to, he's, he, what he's saying is he wants to go to Florida and have a good time. I yeah, want, exactly. I want to have a good time. I want to. I want <laughs> if I come there, I want you. I want to see Curry. Oh yeah. I, I don't want to go to Curry's. You know, I don't want to go riding with Curry. I want to go hang out with Curry. I want to go see Troy. You know, I want to see the boys. I just, you know, the yeah. guys. You see these guys every weekend. Hey, I, I saw Troy last week for the first time since uh, Supercross last year. Oh yeah. He's he's back, yeah, he's back riding. He's going to try to take Bacone's title. Where'd yeah, you, that's what I hear. Where'd you see him riding at? He was at he was at our track. How's he? Is he is he in shape? Does he look okay? Did he put some weight on or? Uh, he put a little bit on, but no, he's not. He's not too big. He looks like he's been like maybe lifting weights. Oh, and he had like a he had like a country accent too again. <laughs> I gotta love that. Hey, yeah. uh, hey, Rugs, you there? Yep. What's up, man? Thanks for uh, thanks for waiting. You got a question for uh, the Tim Ferry? Yeah, no problem. Um, I, again, went to my Racer X archives, 
to the October-November 99 issue, which mm. covers Summercross 99. Oh, what, what, what a day. Um, Albertine's on the cover. Uh-huh. And uh, in the noise section, we have a quote from Mr. Tim Ferry. It says, when I saw Jeremy down on the track, I thought, this is my chance at history. Anytime you can beat Jeremy McGrath, you, you can feel good about yourself. Damn straight. So Even though he uh, just came it, right it, out of the it, river. It still feels good today. Yeah, yeah. How much does you think Jeremy, when he lays his head down at night, how much do you think that still haunts him? I think he um, forgets about it unless you say something. <laughs> I think. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one thing I uh, I don't think I ever remember to realize till I picked up this issue was uh, Ping won the 125 class. He did. Yeah. He did. And yeah. uh, there's a picture of him. There's a picture of Alessi in uh, his little green fox gear when he was on a cobra. Wow. And a picture wow. of Doug Demokas, the wheelie king. Oh, yeah, Demokas did it. They brought him out to wheelie the track. Yeah, Demokas was, Demokas was alive, and, and uh, Alessi was on a uh, cobra. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was one caller, I don't know when it was, it was a while ago, but they were asking about the guy that shot the flames to, to yeah. qualify for the last spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his name is Josh Steele. Oh, Josh Steele. It's Cameron's brother. Really? That's yes. what I was going to say. Is it Cameron's brother? Yes, it is. Oh, he, All he, right. He, he, used to, he, used to, he used to put, like, uh, like when he blew – did he blow it out of his yeah. mouth? Or, yeah. Yeah, he used to do that. We used to go to Mexico with – I used to go to Mexico with Kyle all the time. Mm-hmm. He used to do that shit all the time. Wow. Quite a fire breather. Yeah, Cameron was the uh, floor announcer as well for that event, I think. Uh, that's a pretty yeah. wild. I, I didn't realize Cameron was announcing. Me neither. He still raced probably back then too, but he only raced in Mexico. Timmy, you and I were committed to excellence. We didn't uh... – Notice the small things back we, then. We weren't, we weren't, we weren't breathing fire. No, you're no, right. No, we were. You, were you guys? What were you guys? Uh, Yamaha. Yamaha. Chaparral. 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 Yamaha. Would you guys go to the race in? This semi truck. Okay. The mod, the Troy Lee Mazda truck. Yeah, Troy Lee Mazda truck. <laughs> Thanks, Rugs. You got any other questions? Nope, that's all I got. Thanks. All right. Hey, Red Dog. Uh, give me. That what? That what? wasn't a question. I don't think. But yeah, give give us. Your most surprising rider in the 450 class? Um, this this season? Yep. No, no, 1978. Just ever. No, of course this season. Ever, ever. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, you know what? Braden's been really good. Better than you thought. I'd have to say better better than I thought. Yeah. Okay. Give us your yeah. most give us your most disappointing rider of four fifty class. Don't say his say, don't say his teammate either. I would say Dungey. Really? Disappointing. Well, I mean You thought he'd be better. Champion, yeah, so. you thought you thought he'd be better. I just thought he'd be better. I don't dis- say disappointed. I just I thought he'd be better. Right. I mean, dude, it's crazy, like all the talk like about Dungey last year, like Oh, there's no one there. There's no one there. So that's the only reason he won the title. And then all these other people are going. It doesn't matter who was there. He would have won. Yeah. Well, they're there. There. They're there now, and yeah. he hasn't won. Yeah. So would, yeah, not not to discredit him at all. He is starting to ride better though. But yeah, he had he fastest. Won yet, so. He was fastest the last practice. Yeah. He was going good. All right. Give us your your most surprising guy in the 250 class. Um. I'd go with Hanson. Yeah. 
But, uh, just because obviously he's always been fast, but he's kind of consistent. And then after the last weekend, but, he uh, he definitely if his fingers are really broken and everything is the way it is, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, he, he killed it. All right, dis- disappointing guy in the activity class. Somebody thought you'd do, he'd do better, but isn't uh, quite living up to the expectations. Um, I'd say Davalos. Yeah. Again. <laughs> well, well, because because he's so fast, but he doesn't ever seem to really end up doing that well. Yeah. Uh, we got. He is, a... He's really fast, though. Wow. Yeah, he, he he's talented, no doubt about it. Hey, uh, Finjin, you there? Yeah, um, I have a question. I've just this is random, but it's directed towards you, Mathis. Yep. Um, like, what? How do mechanics get paid? Like, is it part of the rider's salary, or like, what is that? Bushers of apples. It's what they don't Bush- get paid very well. How's that much? Bu- bu- bushels of apples. So like, they get paid to shit. No, hey, I'll answer that. Soon. He's just gonna give you crap. If if you're on a if you're on a team like my mechanics, they get paid from the team. If yeah. um the, the they can work out a side deal with the 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 mechanic and the rider could have a deal where they get uh you know a bonus at the end of the season. But when you're a privateer mechanic, you don't make as much money. Let's say you're going to make a little salary, then they usually give you like a ten percent of their other winnings. Okay. All right, so All don't right. don't if you want to be a mechanic, there's only probably about 15 jobs that you're really going to make decent money at. Oh no, I would never want to be that, but I was just wondering. All right, thanks. All right, buddy. Later. Oh, he didn't even <laughs> swear this time. That's amazing. I think it's great you're still getting his name wrong. Engine? Was that with an F or an S? With the F. Okay, you got it right then. My apologies. <laughs> Maybe God, dude, you just, you're hey, just. Hey, I apologize. Do you want to ask Timmy who the most disappointing rider is? Hey, Timmy. Yeah, he just answered yeah. that. Like, Who, who's like, the most disappointing rider in the 250 class? <laughs> See what we're hey, dealing uh, with here? Our, our new guy likes to ask questions. I think questions. I already answered that. <laughs> yeah, our new guy likes to ask questions twice. <laughs> the same question. Just to make might, sure that everyone might, caught it. But now that I've had more time to think about it, I might say somebody else. Who? Um, <laughs> the <ball was>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Um. Nice. Well, yeah, man. What what uh, what about the tracks? What's been your what did you think of the track this weekend? Uh, I thought the track was pretty technical, but yeah, really, uh, I didn't really like all those S turns because man, yeah. everyone spread out too fast. That was the most boring race Dude, for the top three guys ever. Why do they insist on putting sand in an S turn? Like like wh- what are they thinking? What's going to happen? Everybody's going to go inside. Bounce yeah, I don't it. really have a bet. I don't really have a, a an answer for how to make them better. I just, the S-turns, man, that everyone spread out so fast. It was just, that was pretty boring. Yeah, no, I mean, because, you know, you, you get the inside and that's it. You pull away, right? Massive, massive lead on the first lap, so. Well, um, yeah, plus if you're the fastest guy all day and you get the whole shot, you're going to pull even more. Yeah. So. I know um, Stuart quadded, but if you'd been racing, would you have uh, maybe done five? <laughs> I If I was racing, I can promise you I would not have quadded either one of those quads. <laughs> Come on, dude. I swear. Well, dude, hey, hey Red Dog. Nobody, nobody else really did it. Hey, Red Dog, do you do side work? Like, are you... Like as a carpenter? No, like oh. as a riding coach. <laughs> as a tra- uh, n- nah, I don't, I don't really do any work, so... How much trade pay you? Because I, I think I might I need to hire a, a, a guy, and I, I really like you. Who, who's, who's it for? Who's it for? 
I'm, I'm going to start racing, guy. <laughs> no, I'm just joking with you. We, you know, we, you, we, it's for you. I'll help you. Hey, Red Dog, we have a guy, and uh, we work where he's been working with our guys a little bit with Ivan. Is um, that guy? <laughs> what guy? <laughs> he's going to be so bummed that I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm sorry, Jay. Jay Whipple. Okay. You know Jay? I don't know Jay. No, I don't. It's pretty I cool. Name, like, I really I, like I really had never like had a guy like that work with my guys. But dude, he's not a trainer. He doesn't work with them as training. He's just a, like a riding coach. That you know, he goes out and you know sits down and watches the video before the guy does. Watches everybody else. You know, does gets the segment times and, and really it's. I I want to think that it helps. But uh, on the back end, I sometimes I kind of question myself. Like, I don't know if I should go get on his ass when the guys don't do good. But at the end of the day, like J-Bone says, it's it's uh, 70% rider, 30% bike. So at the end of the day, they're going to do what they got to do. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, there's, a, there's always a question there. And, um, yeah, it's like Trey, was, you know, once he got banged around the first turn, man, there's nothing I can do. It's all on his shoulders, you know. Or once he goes down the line, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Red dog. Um, when you yeah, when you yeah, worked, we can't get on the bike with him. When you should, but uh, when you worked with Tishner, uh, every once in a while, you would just call Tishner up and be like, "Hey, just kind of get me back to some fundamentals, right?" He would he would help you out. Yeah, because like a lot of times, I would get so caught up in like my training and testing the bike, all that kind of stuff, and I would like start forming you know a few bad habits mm-hmm. and. A lot of times it would just only be a, a few simple things that when he would point it out, I'd be like, dude, I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm like, man, why was I doing that? Right. Okay. Hey, and, Red Dog. And then kind of get me back straightened out. I got a question for you. What do you, how do you, who do you uh, think is uh, going to do good in Houston in the, in the lights class? Like who, who would you think the front runner is for the championship going into it? Uh, Wilson would be my, would be my pick for, the overall championship. Because he's number 15? Well, that's partially it, but more because I think he's just I think he's just that guy this year. Have you seen Malcolm ride at all? You know, I haven't. I, I watched him on that video that was on uh, maybe Transworld or Racer X, but uh, I haven't really watched him ride too much. I kind of think that he's going into this like with a, in a total like underdog. No one's even expecting him. And, you know, I said something to, to Sorby. I, you know, not knowing anything about Malcolm, mm-hmm. I said, will he make the main? <laughs> and dude, that was like opening a can of worms. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? It's Malcolm. Well, you, it's Malcolm. Yeah, I, don't think, I, I don't think your question is that far off because nobody's ever really seen him do much. You know what I mean? Yeah. The uh, only thing I could do is like I seen him on the Bubba's World and his dad told him he wasn't even a C rider. He was a D rider. I really enjoyed that moment for some reason. Not, not, not because he was getting on to him that hard. It was just. I got I got an email, and this goes along probably with the guy. Remember last week the guy with the Yamaha Midwest rep said that Dungey hurt his ribs? Yeah. I got an email from somebody that said, rumor has it that Malcolm chased James down and left him behind at the test track on a that, 250F. That's not a rumor. <laughs> it did happen in someone's dream. Uh, I was just like, I, I, yeah. We haven't seen him even really race. I mean, it's about the, the pro level. <laughs> but you know what, dude? I think I think I don't know. If, I don't know. Sorby. I don't know if they're keeping him under the radar for that reason, and he's just going to come out and do it. Right. I mean, late on the East Coast, supposedly top five. That's what they're claiming. It's Malcolm. So, 
I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put any money against him because I mean, he has. He has everything. You know, he has the tools, and he has no one better to he ride has the with. Tools. And, yeah, exactly. You know, but I, 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 I'm personally pulling for him. I really am because you know what? He's a total underdog, and he's riding for not a factory team. And any time that anybody could go out and do good like that, I'm, I'm all about it. It's mad well, I would, I would, I would like to see him do good only too because he's Bubba's brother. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, for him to actually come up and actually do good also would would be really huge. So. Yeah, for sure. It's Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got. We always got it. Ah, never mind. Um, no, you know what so. though? Um, yeah, it'd be good to see him because you know his whole life he's been like, yep. you know, yep. overshadowed. Yeah, just a little bit. It's Malcolm. I like that one when he's sitting in uh, when he's sitting in the tub and he has James's uh, robe on and it says JS on it. I, and he's sitting I don't his, watch Bubba's World. It's, he's sitting in this tub and he goes, "Someday, someday, like someday. it's going to be his be his deal." I'm going to ask. Matt, so- you're such a liar. What? You know, you know, you watch Bubba's World. I, I don't. I, I watched. I've watched one episode. I watched the one where they went to Oakley to meet a chick turns out she's a rock star model but they put her in as a receptionist and i was just like i'm over this thing it was very believable i'm out of this show i mean it's not for (laughs) us industry people you know great i think it's awesome but whatever yeah i i think i've I've actually watched every episode so malcolm i I just want to see what big james says next man i love that guy he's awesome (laughs) he's comedy i dig him too yeah dude he's so funny yeah well, we all know that some of the stories the Cowie guys have of them uh, unintentionally and intentionally funny, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Um, well, right, right on, Red Dog. Thanks for coming on the show and imparting some of your wisdom on us. We, oh, yeah. We appreciate it. Hey, so when you guys go from uh, Atlanta to Florida, are you flying or driving, Mathis? Well, I was going to ask Timmy, are you driving to Atlanta? Uh, yeah, I'll probably drive. Oh, wait, no. I can't. There's a hockey game on Sunday night. The Leafs and Thrashers are playing in Atlanta. So why don't you stay back, Red Dog? We'll go to the game on Sunday night. I can tell you there's no way I'm staying an extra day in Atlanta <laughs> ever for, any, for anything. For anything. Uh, yeah, you know, if, I guess I'm flying. If Monster, Jam, if Monster Jam was on Sunday, I might stay. Oh, yeah. You went to the Tampa one where Bradshaw DNF'd, huh? Yeah. Brad, Bradshaw, two years in a row, man. I'm just really bummed out about that. Um, you know, I talked to Bradshaw the other day. I'm doing something on my website with him coming up. And yep. he, I said to him that, hey, yeah, Ferry saw you at, at uh, Tampa Monster Jam. And then he went on for about five minutes swearing and cursing about how he never has any luck at Tampa. And he came back and he revved the crap out of his truck in neutral. And the guys were mad at him. And he, he was did. so He was so pissed. And, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was just doing it you know, to make a little bit of a show. But. No, yeah. he's he was really mad. He said he can't believe he, he never had luck at Tampa. He was acting like he just lost the 92 Supercross title. He was hey, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little more of an art to driving those things than, uh, than people think. Well, tell me there's about a couple it. Of those guys. Tell me, Timmy. What do, you know about, what do you know about Monster <laughs> Truck Jam, bud? Tell me, Timmy. I know there's a, there's a lot of rednecks that drink beer there. And they dude, have a good time. Dude, I, wa- dude, I watch that stuff sometimes. Those dudes air it. Some of those guys air yeah. it big time. Well, th- who was telling me about Bradshaw and his unique technique? Oh, God. We're not really going to get into this right now. No. Right? no. Oh, Wygant was saying that. Um, Wygant. You said it all right there. Bradshaw jumps up on his monster truck and hits the brake like he did on a dirt bike. And drops the front and end. And the front end moves about eight inches down. And they, they, they credit... <laughs> They credit Bradshaw's supercross skills 
for doing what no one else can figure out. <laughs> oh wow, that's that that's amazing! I tell you, wow. Yeah, he hits the uh, he, he hits the back brake and the front end drops six inches. <gasps> did that throw you? Off, did that throw you off right there, Red Dog? Yeah. What was that? That was tits legendary that, over there. Gasps. Uh, I just I texted uh, Sorby to see if he's up, but we'll see if he can come on the show and talk about Malcolm. How was that again? Hey, Malcolm. How was that again, Kenny? That's Malcolm. Uh, right on. <laughs> Thanks, Red Dog. All right, guys. Uh, all right, bud. Bye. Have a good night. See ya. Yeah. All right. It's been none other than Tim Ferry. Dude, that was that's freaking the, the awesome. The Tim dude. Ferry. Epic. Uh, uh, hey, let's go into um, X Band Goggle Tear Off segment right now. It's the X Band Goggles Tear Off segment where timing is everything. Uh, X-Spray and Goggles, the result of 25 years of goggle technology. All right, 15 seconds on the clock, Kenny. Uh, Tits, you have some questions ready? Sure do. Uh, you ready, Kenny? Yep. Do I, do I need to put you on another timeout? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, ready? Kenny, what do you think about Euros? I know you, you've been to Europe, and, and I know you know a few times. What do you think about them? I don't like people from Europe. Wow, that's really funny. But I like Ken Roxon. <laughs> yeah, you do. All he's right. from Germany, though. He's not from Europe. I call. I call. Yeah, you know, he's I can't. I think I'm gonna have to backpedal on that one. Put my tail between my legs because you know what? The I like Sorby. He's from Europe. I like David Vollerman. He's from Europe. I shouldn't say that. I should say most people I don't like. And I like Eric Pinard. Right. So there's a lot of guys I do like. There's some people. Maybe the people that I just met on the street in Europe I don't like. They don't like me neither. All right. Well, Kenny, uh, um, sounds good. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Come on. You got to right. go somewhere? Yep. I got to get home. I told you. Okay. Then make big, these quick. Big things happening tonight. Okay. Are you doing the noise? or I, I, I don't have it. I'll, Come on. I'll, I'll do it. I All got right. it. What's it going to take for Tedesco to get on the podium and or a win? Uh, a little luck. Four seconds. Uh Tear off noise goes after. Afterwards. A little Sorry. luck to go his way because I think he's definitely. No, you already answered for okay, seconds. Okay, perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, other than Hart and Huntington, who has the best looking gear? Chad Reed. I agree. 1.8 seconds. I think his stuff is very Hey, you know what's funny? Clean. Funny this weekend, Coombs, Coombs comes up to me and he says, uh, he's like, yeah, I was talking to Osterman last night and Osterman says to him, dude, we got, we got voted the best looking gear two weeks in a row. And, and Davey's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, Racer X, you guys. You voted us the nicest looking gear. And Davey's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Osterman goes, yeah, Mathis in his column. He voted us two weeks in a row. <laughs> Davey's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Anyways, Osterman really took it to heart. It's good to see. <laughs> uh, next question. Right. Thanks, Kenny, for La laughing. Last question was, what was the biggest upset for you this weekend? Having Chris fall in the main event. 2.7 seconds, short answers this week. Very good. And that has been the X-Band Goggle Tear-Off segment. X-Band! All right, don't forget to check them out on the, the web, uh, xbrand.com. Xcode 2010, 40% off tits, a pair of goggles. It's amazing. Isn't it? It is. And same goggle that Kyle Chisholm wears, Matt Bonney, uh -huh. Michael Lessie, mm -hmm. Vince Freeze, Tyler Travis Bright, mm -hmm. Josh Strang. I mean... Let me know when you need when you're. Yeah. No, I, I got my pair and I wear them around the house. What about Kyle Cunningham or Kyle Chisholm? I said Kyle Chisholm. Okay, I don't know. Are you gonna did. answer the call? Maybe. Dude, our our news guy is getting a little. 
a little out of hand. Hey, Match.com, anything happen? Any profiles? What? No. Are you really mad about that? No, I, I don't really care because I don't know nothing about it. I don't even guess who. Know. Guess who texted me right after the show last week to wonder if you were how bad you were going to get him back. John Anderson. No tits. Oh, very concerned. Mad uh, that she shouldn't say Josh Freeze. That's what these guys Freezy, whatever his name is. Vince. Vince Freezy. Hey Brock, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How this, are you? Is this Brock Glover? Brock Lover, go No, Lord. it's What's actually uh, Brock Spillian. I had called back when Josh Hill was on, I think, last time about getting uh, sixth in the nation and all that. But Getting what? Uh, sixth Six, in Loretta's. Sixth in Loretta's? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I just uh, – I was heard you guys talking about Porcel last weekend, and I had a, had a funny story about an autograph signing with Porcel, if you guys want to hear it really quick. Yeah, sure, let's hear it. Um, we were at Red Bud, and we were sitting in the VIP tent, and uh, Porcel was sitting there. And uh, this this chick walked up and asked Porcel for an autograph, and she, he, he was like, yeah, sure, no problem, you know, gave her an autograph. This guy walks up right after that and says, hey, can I have an autograph? And he goes, no, no, you can't. <laughs> and, uh, and the guy, like, walked away. And uh, I guess, you know, we were kind of thinking, like, well, maybe he just doesn't want to start a line and everything, you know, and get bothered. And uh, right after that, another chick walked up and asked for his autograph, and he, he gave it to her, too. It was, it was pretty pretty comical while we were sitting there, but I guess that could be part of the reason he doesn't have a ride right now. You nailed but, it on the head, I think, bud. Uh, we can't, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's a big conspiracy. I talked talk to his agent. It's a big misunderstanding with the media saying these things about Purcell. Uh, yeah, I mean, personally, I really, you know, I like how he plays the head games and everything. You know, I think it's pretty cool to watch, but... I no, and it's, it sucks not to have one of the big competitors out there. But, yeah, he's a great know, rider. I guess he kind of he made his own bed, you know? I'd love to see what he could do uh, on the track. He's a great rider. Um, but uh, there's, yeah, I mean, actually his agent, I talked to a few people this week. Christoph is in negotiations right now for an outdoor ride. And apparently, um, you know, he's going to take less money because obviously he's not going to race Supercross. So uh, his agent seemed pretty, uh, pretty pumped that there could be something happening. Um, so that'd be good. He's do you think it'll be TLD Honda or? You know what? That's my guess. Uh, you know, yeah. it works out, right? They have the money. They offered. They tried to get Townley back. Then they tried to talk to Reed. So they got some cash laying around, and Porcel could certainly make a uh, uh, an, an, an impact over there. And I'd like to see it. But uh, I mean, there's a lot of stories about Porcel and his lack of PR. And I mean, there's a lot of stories about a lot of riders. We just played James Stewart story last week and then we played another guy praising james stewart so there's there's always two sides to every story you know yeah yeah so um, and uh one 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 last thing uh the sand sections that you were talking about uh i remember it was last year i can't remember exactly what race it was uh, i believe they went over an over under bridge and then they made a right hander around a sand section and they put like roll it was like a sweeping sand section it was west coast and they put, like, rollers on the inside, and then they left it open in the outside where a berm built up. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was actually some passing in that. Uh, that was the only time I've ever seen passing in a sand section. So. Was that Indy? Um, no, it was West Coast, because uh, I remember Phil Nicoletti was taking the outside and passing some people there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I totally yeah. uh, uh, totally know what you're talking about. I don't know what It may have been is. the one that Weimer lost the front wheel in that corner and Kennard took the points lead or yeah. they got close to it or got something, close, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't know. Um, good, good point, Brock. Yeah. But, all right, that was it. Thanks, Thanks man. I could see Kenny uh, Porcel going to uh, TLD Honda, like the caller said. What do you think? 
they don't like people from Europe? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know nothing about it. But I know Troy Lee has what he has for a reason, and I think he's pretty tight with his money. And I don't know if if he were to ride there, it would be a, a huge pay cut, I would think, unless there was some big bonuses behind him with Honda. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. Uh, Kenny's corner. We got anything? Yep. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. I've been around. I know a lot of people. It's Kenny's corner. You if you don't like it. Suck it. Let's uh, let's keep this down to two. Kenny's got to go, and you got it. we we. Paul wanted the show to be an hour, and then we, <laughs> like, that was his goal. And now it's uh, uh it's three three plus. And I always thought let's keep it under three, and now we're going three plus the last couple of weeks. Eventually, and, it'll just be a six hour show. You know what it is? Is I line up guests and I don't get confirmations, and I freak out, and I keep trying to get guests so I can have a press release out, and then all the guests that never got back to me confirm at the last minute. And then I'm like, oh shit, let's get all these guests. You know what I mean? Right. I think Kenny, we can carry the show with no guests. I don't know. Let's try it. We should. Okay. Or just have Timmy on or something. <laughs> I don't know. I like guests though. I like phone calls. I like guests. You can't do everything though. No, you can't. All right. First person, Jason Wygant. Dude, I don't really I mean, I know Jason on, on a business level and his and I don't I don't really have any story because I really never hung out with the guy away from the track. But that's about it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't have one. That was awesome. Wow. Yeah, that was a great one. Good, yeah. good call. Good job, tits. Yeah. Great, great name. What am I gonna do? Talk <laughs> a wagon about you know going to the going to the park with the kids and. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, Mike Craig. Stingray. I think we've already done this one a long time ago, I but think we did too. Brian Hughes. Uh. Okay, I could. I have a good one about Rhino. Um. It was the he was riding for for Pro Circuit. It was the year he was the number nine for Mitch, going for the championship. It had to be ninety five, and I worked for Deegan. And uh, this was the back in the day when when you rode practice, you had a practice. They called it press day, yeah. on 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 Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was on Friday. Yeah, we had a, we had a tech inspection on Saturday. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm talking every freaking Friday. I would not say every weekend, but I would say a good hand, half of the races, Ryan Hughes would take Deegan out. <laughs> take him out and wad the bike up and bend the bars. <laughs> so we're at Steel City, and I go, Brian, if he takes you out again, you have to retaliate. Mm-hmm. He can't you, – you got to stand up to him, and you have to do it. So I'm watching, I'm watching, and uh, – Steel City used to, like, when you went up the staircasing, you'd make a quick left, and you'd come down, and it would horseshoe and come right back up the hill. Yeah. Okay, first first couple laps, he's Deegan's just cruising around, and Rhino comes down like a bat out of hell and freaking just cleans him, dude. Smashes him. Brian doesn't fall. So the next next lap, Brian cuts the track and sees him coming down the hill and jumps in behind him. And Rhino's getting ready to exit the corner, and Deegan doesn't even turn. Just <laughs> T-bones him straight on. They both go flying down the hill, and they get into a fight. Uh, nice. they both of them have their hands around each other's helmet, trying to fling them. Yeah, yeah. So we go to Tech. We come back the next day. Before practice in the morning, Bones, I mean, uh, Mitch and Wyatt Seals come over because Wyatt was working for Rhino. Right. And said, "Hey, can you, you know th- this is a, we're going for a championship this weekend? 
you know, can you tell your guy? And I'm all, hey, it has nothing to do with my guy. Yeah. Nothing to do with my guy. So I tell Deegan, and Deegan's like, you know what, F them, blah, blah, blah. So we get to the line, and Rhino had, like, first or second pick. We, we were probably, like, you know, seventh or eighth or whatever right. it was. Deegan pulls into the gate right next to him <laughs> to try to jack with him. Yeah. And Deegan's like, I'm, ca- I'm coming over, I'm coming over, I'm getting the whole shot. Like, he's telling me this. He's not saying it to Rhino, but right. Rhino could hear what's going on. Yeah. Board goes up, and I'm, like, telling everyone, watch this, watch this. Deegan's going to clean him. He's going to clean him. Well, <laughs> the gate dropped, and everyone's out of the gate, and Deegan's still sitting there. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what happened. He just was totally late on the gate, and it never happened. Good good never, job. Never happened. And uh, that was my Ryan Hughes story. But there, there's numerous. You never got – you had to a party with Rhino, and then he wanted to beat you up or something. Somebody looked well, at his him nickname, wrong. Well, his nickname – is always Bob Gnarly because he was always like the – like yeah. back in the day when he partied, he would go for it. I remember at a race and uh, I was standing next to Berluti, and I think it was the same year at Steel City. He crashed in the first turn, and his front of his bike was ripped apart. Like the front – the number plate was yeah. off. The thing was twisted, and he came back, and he was picking off the pack, and he worked his way up into like – in the top 10 and I look over at Berlut and Berlut's aggro as usual he's like he's like freaking Jason he's Jason <laughs> he's just you can't knock him down he's crazy <laughs> so yeah yeah but, that pretty much sums up Rhino I think yeah and if anyone didn't know Twitch left the militia too by the way uh yeah alright that's been this this, <laughs> this week's Kenny Corner yeah awesome Kenny Corner sucks suck it all right. Well, hey, thanks, everybody, for coming on. Thanks for our guests, Jeremy Albrecht, Tony Alessi, Tim Ferry. No answer from uh, Eric Sorby, but uh, Jimmy Button, Miles from Miracles. God, I forgot. You got, you got that so wrong. What? That's not the name of it. Miles from Miracles today. Thank you. Dot com. Please support them. Please do what you can to help them out. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, btosports.com. Listen to the commercial for a, for a code. Thanks to FMF Racing. Remember, 20% off. Uh, take 20% off until February 28th, 2011. Hell of a savings. Uh, check them out on the Facebook, FMF Racing as well. JGRMX. Awesome, guys. Big supporters of the show. Thank you, guys. X-Brown Goggles, Xcode 2010. Support them. AGV Helmets coming on board next week. Yay, AJV. Thank Woo-hoo. you. Um, thank you for coming on. Uh, Kenny's just going to use the money to uh, fly more listeners out to the uh, show. Let's do a contest. I've, I think I've decided, or we've decided, my wife and I, on um, what it's going to be. An essay contest on why you should be a guest. An essay contest. Because you don't want to – people who give money away, you know, the richest people win it. So that's no fair. A tattoo, eh. Eh. We might only get it's one guy with a tattoo. One guy crazy enough to do it. That's why don't all we do an need. essay contest? And it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you got to be a good writer. Just we like your essay. We'll All come right. up with some, but I'd, I want to like run that to by read you. an essay that Kenny would write. <laughs> That's awesome. Look, look on more, dude. <laughs> look on, look no more. Um, hey, you should see when I did the. Tr- I had to write on the dry erase board. I wrote, uh, uh, "Carry no on the field at six. Just to jack with him. Everyone's like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> and I was supposed to say on. <laughs> and they're all. And the funny thing is, Carrie walked. Carrie walked up and looked at it, and he goes. What are you trying to say? Yeah. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, it says, uh, carry, no, carry, no, carry, no field. 
He's like, no field, and I'm like, this is a joke, dude. It's supposed to be your buddy on the field. He yeah. goes, that's not a joke. You're just, you're just stupid. Yeah, he knows that. <laughs> he know everybody who deals with you via email or text knows you have a little problem, a big problem. What's going on with your microphone right now? I don't know. Yeah, what do you think about that? All right, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, Kenny is out. He is gone. Tits, thank you, and uh, we will see you next week on the Pulp Mech Show. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.